0: Crazy, crazy? Pee-pee. No? Pee-pee. I it's it's a cool idea.
1: Yeah. I don't that think it's cool. as cool as Chris thinks of it is, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's sick. I mean that's the coolest idea of anybody's I ever thought of <laughs> that's better than the bank nap pool.
2: Hello and welcome to episode 50 of the Unrenowned Podcast, where we talk about Siege, what we like about Siege,
1: what we... Sorry. That's my part. What we are currently very upset about, about Siege. I'm Ryan. I am Chris. And this is Frazy. Hello.
2: Frazy is uh, just unfriendly from the Discord. We also play with him on stream a lot. Good uh, friend of the podcast, and we thought we'd have him on this week to talk about the new
1: season and pro league stuff and everything i had a po- oh never mind it didn't get that many upvotes. i just looked at my reddit inbox and it had like 30 messages i was like i had a post get uploaded but it didn't really
2: okay well we're introducing Frazy right now <laughs> sorry
1: i know but this is more fun <laughs> thanks for that You're
2: welcome <laughs> uh anything you want to add to that
0: Frazy? um i've been playing siege since the closed alpha on and off um longer than us. i don't know i've been in the- plat a few times um i work at netherrealm i've worked um on injustice 2 and Mortal Kombat 11 um so i'm in the game industry i don't know if you guys have like more technical questions i might be able to answer that but otherwise i'm just a siege fan
2: sweet there may or may not be an unrenowned easter egg in a game that you've worked on (laughs) that's true (laughs) may or may not that that. (laughs) location shall remain undisclosed okay um so big week this week because we had the raleigh majors which means that we had a season reveal so ember rise we've got all the details now on the two new operators who are amaru and goyo we have seen some more stuff on the cafe cafe canal rework why do they have two maps to start with the k that
1: reworked around the same time
2: i don't know it's hard that's not that
1: difficult. I mean, it's hard. Why uh, do we have like many first names that start with a J? Like, it's hard. There's Fortress and Favela, <laughs> both DLC maps. <laughs> yeah, that's really hard. I mix those and ones up all the Cat time. guys. can be a lot
2: closer than Fortress and Favela. Come on. Okay. Also, there was a lot of other little random announcements, and uh, yeah, let's see. Should we just dive in? I'm trying to think if there's anything we should do before we get to the big stuff. No,
1: let's just Ryan, let's go for it okay so
2: what I think we're gonna do is um obviously we'll talk a lot about Amaru and Goyo and what we think about them, and I think we'll go a little bit light on uh the canal rework just because we've already talked about it before a little bit and we haven't played it yet, so um the test server starts on Monday, which is tomorrow from the time we're recording this, but it's two days ago from the time this podcast comes out so any like I feel like any opinions we give on uh now, will be wrong and will be uh like thoroughly disproven by the time this even comes out. So, we'll just go if you're really light to on this. That. You know more than we do. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. So, we'll take that light and then once we've had a chance to play it, we'll come back on that more. And then, obviously, we'll also have more info on the operators.
1: Right. But let's I will be say. Real. Go ahead. Yeah.
0: I'll say on the art side of things, it looks nice, like a nice refresh that's a pretty cool looking sub. Um, that's new
1: and that looks cool. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. I, I yeah. The control center actually is what mostly caught my eye where I was like, Whoa, that looks way cooler than it did before. Yeah.
2: It they definitely um sort of brought a new age siege feel yeah. to it. They like, made
1: that whole place more modernized too. That was like an older facility. Now it looks like it's brand new.
2: Yeah. It it actually yeah, it, go ahead. I was gonna
0: say it had like a real broken down motif before, like there was like dishes just like and like fans yeah. turned over, and like things smoking, and now it looks like it's just a a place where people work.
2: <laughs> totally, it it looks a lot like um, skyscraper, not skyscraper tower to me. Actually, tower, yeah, like okay, just yeah. the interior and like it's all familiar. like the lighted screens and like that kind of stuff. But in a in a much better way than than a tower looks like tower. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think
0: tower looks great. It just it's unfortunate that it doesn't work well. Right.
1: No, it never will.
2: It's sad. Okay, so Amaru and Goya, let me give you the quick breakdown. So
1: Amaru is the attacker. Have you heard either of these names, by the way, ever? No. Me neither. She's a tutu. Well, have you heard a lot of
2: the names before, ever?
1: I mean, like most of them, like, yeah. Like Dokkabi? I guess not. But that's like a Japanese, (laughs) like the Spanish ones, like Mira and like the Brazilian ones, Capita, like, I've heard those.
2: Yeah, well, they're new. Okay, so Maro is a 2-2. She's an attacker. Uh, she has a gadget that uh, is like a grapple hook that she can shoot out, and it will vault her up through, like, windows or up through skylights or even up through hatches, which mm-hmm. is a totally new thing. Um, and then Goyo is the defender. He uh, has a deployable shield with, like, a fire trap gadget attached to the back that anybody can shoot or damage to blow up, do some. Like, maybe some light explosive damage. I wasn't quite clear on how the explosive damage works. And then it puts out fire all over the floor. Yeah. Sort of like Capitao, but not in the air, just
1: all over the floor. Yeah.
2: Is that a good, just brief summary of the two?
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, it did seem like when one is jumped over the shield or had exploded on them, it was, like, almost an instant kill.
2: Hmm. Interesting. Um, okay. So who do you want to start
1: with? You want to start with Goya? Let's start with uh, Amaru. Okay. Amaru. What's your um, knee-jerk reaction tomorrow? Knee-jerk. She's going to break this game
2: in the best possible way.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, I think she sucks. <laughs> really? I think she's going to work for maybe like half of a week in the test server, and then anyone that's played her in the test server, she will not do anything against them in the game. And she's going to be probably lower than Warden. All right. Or than uh,
0: <laughs> My initial thought is like I can see how she can pick up the pace of like the first part of the round for attackers, like it'll let you like secure a foothold real fast in the building, especially for like tall maps. Like I keep thinking, like cafe, like getting in third floor cafe, um, you could do that real fast. But I don't know how useful she's gonna be past that initial thing. Like there is the you you can flink, but I mean like it's real noisy, and also, I'm also not sure what I think about how it changes how defenders like how the whole defense works because usually as a defender you open hatches to be able to move and now you'll have to reinforce the hatches to make sure you don't get flanked i don't know right how i feel about that
1: i don't think that's going to be a problem because watching her go through the hatch it's like two seconds after she gets through and makes all this noise that she ha- still has to pull up her gun and she's like going up in their defense like you're going to be dead yeah you're well, not going to unless there's nobody in that room at all like then you get in but if that's the case she's going to the door you know what i mean like Yeah, it's just a fast way to get up, but you're going to hear her breaking open the trap door with her shotgun, even if it's silence, which they made a point about, like, well, she has a silent shotgun to make it quiet. So we still hear the freaking trap door open. I mean, if defenders like there's a bunch of hatches. defenders usually
0: open. So anyway, if they if they open them, I I guess the ones I was thinking, I think um, Toronto will pointed out like third floor of. um, uh, What's the map? (laughs) The one map they're taking out fortress Um, theme park mm,
1: Hereford Hereford, yeah,
0: like third floor Hereford there's that one section that doesn't have a breakable floor but does have a hatch not on the tractor side but the other side Uh and like no one usually sits in that room and you could theoretically get up that hatch without someone noticing probably but then again they're also taking that map out so I haven't really thought of a different hatch
2: right of course that still exists in casual so that is a thing but sure um let me back up a little bit and just explain uh, all of her loadout and all that stuff, and then we'll get a little more into the strategy with her. So uh, she has, for primaries, the G8A1, which is the same LMG that IQ has. She also has the Supernova. That's Hibano and Echo's shotgun, but it also gets a suppressor, which was it clear whether or not Hibano and Echo also get a suppressor for it?
1: I don't I- think they um said- I don't think they said, but I'm sure they do. I'm sure IQ, because the GAA one now has an angled grip, and I'm sure IQ is going to get the same.
2: Yeah, and we've never seen a gun not have the same attachments right. between operators, right? Correct.
0: Yeah, when they did the Desert Eagle attachments, the other that Eagle guys got them.
2: Yeah, yeah. totally. Okay, so uh, that's her primaries. Her secondaries, she gets the ITA-12S, which is Mira and Jackal's secondary shotgun, and she can get the SMG-11, which, of course, is Smoke, and Sledges secondary SMG. And then for gadgets, secondary gadgets, she gets claymores or breaching charges. Um, and then a little bit about how her gadget works. So uh, Prodigio Pete had a video on it. He got kind of early access to it and he was able to like, run around and do some tests with it. And so basically on the outside of the, of the buildings, you can vault into basically any window that you can, that's like within range. So it has like a certain range that it can hit. But basically any window you can vault up through um it seems like onto balconies or onto the roof you can do from the outside, but once you're inside, it really only works on hatches and skylights. So you can't and it
0: looked like she only had three charges. I think it's four. Oh, is it? Okay.
2: Yeah. So yeah, she only gets to use it four times. And then again, inside you really can't use it on much yeah. of anything besides hatches. You can't go like back outside a window. Um hmm. makes sense. Cause like, what, you're going to go back out and just fall down and die? (laughs) Like, shoot myself out there. Yeah, you'd have to be careful. There's certainly some windows that would, like, insta-kill you, but then there's others where it might be, like, a quick escape path if if you got into a bad situation. Um, What else? There was something else about her gadget I'm trying to remember. Oh, I guess just, like, it it won't work on windows that have a castle barricade. You just straight up can't use it. Um, And then when she comes in through a window her gun doesn't come out until she's like hit the floor. So that means if there's a, a capkin charge or a frost trap there, she has no chance to like disable it before it hits her. Right.
0: Yeah. It's, it's like faster than repelling, but it's noisy and slow relatively for a defender. If they're sitting close to the window.
2: Totally. Yeah. If you're watching for it or if you hear it coming, then I don't think she has a chance. And I think they did that intentionally because they talked about like how her gun doesn't come up for a little while. So yeah, I,
0: like, go ahead.
2: I, well, I just am trying to think of, like, where it does work, where it does fit in.
0: Yeah, like, I can see, <laughs> this is the way I usually look at operators, is, like, I can see, like, a, people memeing on other people and, like, casual or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, But on the other hand, like, how do how do you use her realistically? Like, well, it would be something like, okay, you want a clear top floor consulate because they're on, they're in, like, trains or whatever. It's not... Not consulate, cafe. Um, so, like, you leave a drone up on the third floor in the piano room. And then right off the bat, she just, like, rappels up there and, like, secures it. And, like, that would be a really fast way to do it. But then, like, then what does she do? She just holds it until the other team gets up there. I don't
2: know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I think the best thing she can do is sort of what you're talking about, where she's she's moving up through a hatch um, onto the correct floor of the objective, but not quite on the objective. So she's able to sort of come from a surprise angle that they weren't expecting. But I mean, you could also do that through windows in most places. So like, it, it, just, it doesn't seem like it's that effective in that way. Um, yeah. Yeah. Can you think of any specific examples, Chris, of like, of, of just where this, like where you're excited to try this, where you think it can
1: do something? <sighs> The only thing I can think of is, like, catching the other team off guard if for some reason they have a lot of roamers. like, And even then, like, you really have to hope by the time you get off your drone and, like, you hit that window and get back up, like, someone hasn't moved in that room in the five seconds that that took and someone didn't hear you. Yeah. And the thing is, like, what – if this is, like, the Nook thing again. Like, who does she replace? Yeah. What role is she taking? Like, you're not going to pick her over IQ or Twitch or Thermart or Thatcher. Like, you know?
2: Right. Like I think like if it's if you're picking like an ash, that's somebody that you could sub out for her, right? Like she's a fragger. Yeah. Um and and, and she's got this sort of movement ability. Um I, I think like where she'll work is if, if your team's sort of like pushing from one direction and you can like sort of get that not really stealth, but just like that because they're distracted on the other side and there's a lot of noise going on, you can maybe get behind them uh that way even though it's not quiet does that make sense Yeah,
0: like maybe some late round rotations slash flanks yeah
2: or like if your team's
0: pushing from one side she like jumps out and runs around the other side and gets in a window but i don't know yeah
2: yeah like i mean i'm thinking of some of these like third floor objectives so let's let's say like uh on chalet master bedroom right where People are always pushing from like that balcony, or like trying to push back from like the library area, like through that way. And so, if you get to the point where there's that pressure coming from your team, and you could just hop up right into the master bedroom, and you had an idea where the enemies were, and it's just sort of this quick, like, oh, somebody's in and killing us. You know what I mean? Where it's just like you just get them when they're not ready for you.
0: Yeah, Chalet actually might be her most viable map because we were there's that one window in um trophy, trophy that no one else can repel on. But also all the second floor windows you, you can't really repel on. You have to get on a balcony to get in them or like climb a ladder. And like if you actually guard all the ladders it's pretty hard for the attackers to get up to the second floor. But she could do
2: it.
1: I've never liked maps that you can't get on the roof.
2: That's yeah. just chalet
1: And skyscraper. I guess,
2: oh skyscraper. And they That's both true. suck. And theme park in in a way. Theme park's sort of weird about it.
1: Oh yeah, you're right. Theme park is weird. Um, but worst thing about I theme park roof is just like the
0: the the little ledges that you can't vault over. You have to rappel down. Yes. Oh
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. That's the worst <laughs> thing. Like they can fix that. They fix half the map. Um, next season. I like I'm I am thinking about maybe console like admin office. Like you're trying to enter admin office and you can't because you got the one guy in there. Like having her just like get on one of those south windows just to start going in. You can at least. At least I like, turned them so that someone else can get a refrag, but then you're losing a guy, I guess. But so yeah.
0: the nut- the nuttiest inside thing that I just thought of is like bank. You could get in the server room, open that hatch, and then open the hatch in the like uh, janitor's closet all the way up on the third floor, and maybe like go all the way to the third floor from there. Oh,
1: interesting. That would um, be interesting,
0: but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's
2: Does it like? That-
1: would it let you though because you're trying to yeah, go through know. the first hatch? I
2: don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just I feel that's like interesting. I feel like just because she has so few uses once you're inside, that's like where most of siege happens, so I just don't right. know. Mm-hmm. Obviously we need to play her before we really can say, but I I just I think kind of like you're saying Chris, it'll surprise people at first until people get used to things. And like I honestly don't see myself reinforcing floor hatches because I'm worried about Amaru, you know.
0: No. Yeah. No. I mean I guess you could just put a couple of goo's on a hatch and if you're really worried about it
2: or like even just a frost trap it seems like, right? It's like okay, if oh, she's yeah. going to come at this hatch, she'll probably come this direction. Just put a frost trap at the top
1: and nothing like she keep do.
2: our rotation open or like I guess we don't have claymores on defense.
1: Frost is a very hard counter to her though. Like she's uh, Yeah, I think dumb. frost
2: will be great against her. There's
1: nothing she can do but against a frost mat.
2: Um when are we going to get another defender who has just like floor traps like a claymore you know something like that
0: like a frost map
2: yeah it's just like, it just seems like somebody else should be able to put more I, I guess there's
0: goos right but yeah I feel like we have too many trap ops I know a is. lot of people feel that way
2: I, I, I guess I would like like an alternative to frost I want somebody else that has some sort of like lethalish we, have, we don't really
1: have any that are like super viable though like past a certain level of rank other than lesion true like Frost and Capkin are like you don't really see them ever in pro league, and like once you even at our part and like higher gold, you don't see them super often.
0: No, they're just like, I mean, I was thinking actually thinking about this the other day. Like, if even if Kapkan had the thing what where Legion has, where he saw icons of where his door things were, mm-hmm. then like that would buff him a lot because it would make him also an information operator, which is what right. makes a Legion so powerful. So good,
2: right? Totally. Um, okay, so I guess one other thing we should talk about is with both these operators, they didn't get any new weapons in the game. So we talked about this last time because the same thing happened last time, but just let me get an update on what you think about that.
0: Well, personally, I'm totally okay with it because, one, it makes it so you don't have to balance another gun. Um, and on the other side of it, I'm already comfortable with, like, the vector and, like, the shotgun and, like, well, who's I, not comfortable I like those with guns. The vector. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I already like those guns. I already have a bunch of cool skins for them. Um, so I'm okay with old guns because, I mean, like, we already have a bunch of guns in the game. I don't know.
1: Yeah, there are a lot of guns in the game, actually. I wonder how many guns there are.
2: So somebody mentioned that uh, on Twitter that, you know, like, why don't we have new guns? And ItzEppy said, we already have around 100 unique weapons in the game. There's a limit to how many weapons we can license slash legally use in the game. It's also beneficial for players to have their skins available immediately upon unlocking an operator and not have to learn a new recoil pattern. So it sounds like there's there's several reasons. Those are all very good points, too. Yeah, why they do that. And like I really like the skins points. Like, yeah, I kind of like getting a new operator and I already have a bunch of cool skins for the gun. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so last thing on Amaro, I guess, is with Claymore and Breaching Charge, any issues there? Is that all good? All gravy?
1: Yeah, I don't think I'd... I'd probably pick the Claymore most I'm, of the time. Yeah, I'm I guess sure. I do sometimes yeah. pick... Reaching charges with IQ instead of the claymore, but
2: well, I'm not sure like why they picked claymore for her, because the whole point is that she can do stuff like go directions other people can't go, right? Like, well,
0: I I guess like if you're getting somewhere on your own quickly, then you want to make sure you're covering your back, and that's the idea. I don't usually I I use claymore's like outside, so I don't know.
2: Yeah, as like run out prevention. Uh, We we actually we talked about an operator similar to this. Uh, I don't know if this is in our operators idea podcast or just like sometimes sprinkled throughout, but we've talked about somebody with like rope ladders or something that could like make you be able to go up through hatches. Yeah, um, yeah. I always thought that yeah. sort
0: of thing would be cool on the defender side, which like kind of like because defenders would it'll allow the defenders to move in different ways. Maybe we still have the chance to do that.
2: No, yeah, that's actually really cool. Because then it's also right. It's like it's got that balance. of, well, now also the attackers can come up that way, right? Um, yeah
0: actually, like my idea would be like a mechanical thing that like kind of launched you up through the not launched you, but like kind of the assassin's Creed grab a rope hit a thing and let it, like pulls you up okay, but it only like um works for defenders, so you will let uh, you go up and down hatches what is it called
1: We We've seen energy list from Halo yeah the the <laughs> yeah okay, should we get into goyo yep,
2: so goyo I think looks pretty freaking cool um I'm excited about him. Yeah, so the rest of his loadout, he's got the Vector 45, which is Mira's SMG. He's got the TCSG-12. That's Kaid's slug shoddy that has the ACOG on it. Uh, his secondary is a P229. That's Hibana and Echo's secondary pistol. Um, and he gets impacts or nitros. So he's got a freaking sweet kit. I am really looking forward to a 2-2 with the Vector. Yes. that is.
1: <laughs> and, and the slug shotgun with an ACOG. With an
0: ACOG, Yeah. Yeah, he's the only two-two with an ACOG now, or non-one speed with an ACOG. Interesting on defense. Which yeah. Yeah, I, hadn't thought I was about thinking it. about this earlier, and I don't think I have a problem with it because I feel like the issue with higher speed ops with ACOGs is like easier spawn peaks or runouts, and I don't feel like that shotgun is great for that sort of thing. So I don't know if it'll be a huge problem.
2: Yeah, I mean it's pretty hard to get. Uh... Spawn peaks with a slug shoddy. We saw that in Showdown. Not that we had ACOGs, but still.
1: But we also only had two bullets then. This yeah, has got like that's true. What eleven?
2: Yeah, it's got a lot. Um. Okay, so his gadget is this just going to kill a lot of friendlies? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think so.
1: I mean, I, I, like, possibly, but I don't think so. I think it's actually like. I think it's actually going to be really OP.
2: When you hop a deploy uh, or his gadget, does that automatically blow up?
1: If you're a friendly, you're, I don't think it does. Well, not, a, not a friendly,
2: I don't, but if you're I don't think a, either.
0: I think so it has to be it? shot or exploded.
1: It seemed like when they vaulted over it as enemies, they just blew it up. Mm, but it I could be the that one they, point shot they it did I wasn't paying attention.
0: I think at one point they were, had like a cap can trap on the door, which they were showing it kind of synergizes with that. Oh, interesting. Oh, I
2: didn't realize that. That's cool. Because.
0: Yeah, it, would, like, it hit, the, hit the attacker, and then it flamed him, which meant they pretty Ooh. much got instantly killed.
2: I actually want to just do the old uh, frost map behind a shield trick and, <laughs> and then have them up. burn Wait. to death. Quadruple down on the
3: traps.
0: You get a cap can, one of these, a frost, a lesion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then top it all off, put a Gersmount mine on top of the door.
2: <laughs> um,
1: Gosh. No, this thing
2: is, like, wild, though. He gets...
1: Three of them gets three of them, yeah. And I thought he only had one because every video that they showed, it only had one in his inventory left that he Uh put down. That was the last one. I was like, "Dang, only one!" But it's still like powerful because there's nothing you can like. You can't just what's that word like minimize it? Like you can't. Is that what I'm looking for? Just distinguish it? Like it has to go Mm -hmm. off, Mm -hmm. no matter what you do, it goes off. So like the rushes, that's stopping any rush completely. Well, I, I don't
2: think it does go off if you just hop over, though.
1: Oh, that's a good point. If you just hop over,
2: yeah. But that was a cap can would definitely stop the yeah, yeah, or anybody that's paying any attention to that side could easily blow it. I think one thing we should mention is that uh, his gadget is the new version of the deployable shield, which is also coming this season. So this is the version that's got the little slit windows, and then it, like, fits perfectly into doorways. Is there anything else with it? That's pretty much it, right?
1: Yeah. You, yeah, you mentioned the windows. Yeah, it's, like, 10% oh. wider, I think. Yeah, one small bigger. thing is like it used to, the, when they first
0: introduced it, it was like kind of the black mirror thing where it was on visible right. one side, but now it's you can see through both sides to balance it a little bit. Yeah. Right. That um, thing still scares me though. Like, you know, people are going to spawn peek with that stuff, like in a door just like looking through a little window and then popping out from behind
2: it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely.
2: Um, there is no way to distinguish Goyo's, uh, what are they, Vulcans? Is that what they're called? Yeah. Grow those Vulcans from regular shields from the front and side, right? You can there's not it's not like it peeks through the window or anything. I maybe we don't know.
1: It looked from the videos that they showed us, it looked like there was no.
0: Yeah, way they to even mentioned that too, where it's like you can play mind games because you can put a normal shield down, they don't know.
2: Yeah. Yeah, this is gonna be interesting.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm um, seeing this on like places like um Oregon Basement, where like you can just put it near the like the washing machine and then just like throw an impact grenade at it. Like the area denial for like, you know, stopping the plant is huge. Like even like white van on consulate, like et cetera, et cetera.
2: Yeah. I was thinking of like, uh, you know, blue hallway on Chalet, you could put two or three of them just in that hallway, just spaced out. And then like, if they're trying to push it, make it basically impossible (laughs) where they have to either use all their utility or you can just like sit there and just one by one slow them down.
0: Oh, that reminded me of like what they show with like the maestro cam synergy where you can just totally hit it with a maestro cam, which is super cool,
2: which is beautiful. Oh, and we should mention also shock drones won't set it off. Nope. uh, And uh, EMPs won't, won't uh, disable it. Is there something IQ can't see it? So, it's not electric, I guess, is the point. So, no shock drones, no Thatchers, no IQs, which makes it, like, really good.
0: I, even just having three more deployable shields on defense, like, that's, that's useful. Like, just having that much extra
1: especially utility. The n- yeah, the new ones, too, especially. Yeah. Like, those are huge.
2: I also love that they gave him impacts and nitros, so, like... It's really easy for him to detonate his things with the impacts, you know, through, like, uh, you know, not not having to have direct line of sight on it or whatever. Um, one question I had, though, was, like, how often if somebody's, like, near the shield, right, like an attacker's near the shield trying to push or whatever, how often does it make sense to shoot the shield versus just shooting at the attacker and killing them? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like That's it seems like I it'd be useful to deny the area, but the findings- way they showed it.
0: Yeah, finding synergies where, like, you're using an impact grenade or, like, a Maestro cam or something it will be the key to using him effectively, because then it's just, you're denying that area without even being close to it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it'd be great in, like, um, when you're defending Aviator on Villa, that study that they're always pushing, just put one right in there. There's, like, I always have an Evil Eye in that room, and it's, yeah. like, a pretty small room, so you could cover a lot of ground with that and...
1: I wonder how long that fire lasts. Also, yeah, that was the thing I couldn't they tell. I was trying to. They don't mention it, and every I'm watching it right now. Every clip, it's every clip they, is short. Yeah, they move past,
2: but it seems like it's a decent amount of time. Yeah,
1: it's a little while. Also, so I, I
2: had a pretty long clip. Yeah, it lasts a while. Hmm. Also, when sledge hits it, when sledge hits the deployable shield, <laughs> it will also set it off. So you have to be careful as a sledge now if you're running up and banging shields. It lasts uh, at least six seconds.
0: Like, it didn't go out. Yep. There was, like, a six-second click where it like, keeps going. Yep.
2: Can you think of anywhere else where this is, like, a game changer?
0: Bank, basement, like, put it on the desk right by, like, the default thermite hole. And, like, yeah. you could hit that with an evil eye or just, like, safely from behind the wall. Because, yes. like, you just prone and hit it from there.
2: Yeah. I wonder if Echo can set it off. Probably not, mm, right? No. I wouldn't think so. Cause he doesn't do damage.
1: No. I wouldn't think so. But yeah, that's that's another good way for someone that has impacts to, because you have smokes and the C4s that always try to deny that same default plant spot on the bank basement. But now you can have someone with impacts also throw an impact and hit the shield first before the nitro and the smokes.
2: Yeah. It'd be interesting too to put it, you know, just like, just a little bit back, like from that default plant spot where... Like you can sort of wait for them to come in and start planting before you before you blow it, right mm-hmm. you know, and either kill the planter or force them to back out and waste a ton of time that way cool,
1: um anything
2: else on Goyo before we've played him?
1: No, I think he's going to be very powerful though, just the fact that he has a vector of forty five and he's a two speed. Yeah, I and he see, has I impacts see, and nitros.
2: I see a lot of players roaming with him, a la Jaeger, right? Just like putting your stuff down and then going out to roam. Yeah. I mean,
0: he's kind of like a baby Mira because he's got that kind of like Mira sort of utility plus her gun. And
3: yeah.
2: Yeah, I think he'll be good. And any like long, narrow hallway they have to push, like uh, like the freaking... On chalet the backside basement from the big garage push. Oh yeah. Put one in that hallway and like use usually like a mirror window there or something where you could see them coming and then just pop out and shoot it. It'd be cool if at some point somebody has some sort of remote detonated trap or something so that you could, you know, set it up ahead of time, like right. below this trap. Um also you can you can electrify them, I'm pretty sure. Probably, yeah. Um which I don't I'm not sure like how that would be beneficial, but it's a thing. That exists. So there's that. Um, oh, also with uh, with Amaru, I was thinking that um, Bandit suddenly has a little bit more use for his batteries because if you're reinforcing hatches and you're afraid Habana's gonna blow them, you know, you can battery the hatches that are on. You know, they're coming up from below, mm-hmm. so they can't yeah. just see your battery and destroy That's it. It's
0: probably like the only reason to use Bandit
2: on a hatch then. <laughs> right. I mean, other than that, there's absolutely not yeah there's there's actually a few where like, this is kind of dumb, but just because Bandit has four batteries, it always seems like too many, so there's a few hatches where that I will electrify because sometimes like I'll catch a drone coming by just, like <laughs> on the hatch, or like if somebody like hops over a table onto the hatch, I'll get like a little bit of damage, but just use it
3: on
0: bar wire,
2: yeah that's a good point, <laughs> 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 but I want my nitro
0: that's true i I just run them with my nitro as well,
2: but yeah I, I was happy to think like, oh hey, a band a Bandit battery actually has a little bit of a purpose now. You can stop the Hibana gem or the Hibana breach from below on the hatches.
1: Why is that a problem all of a sudden?
2: Because she can come up through tomorrow? a hatch. Yeah. Because Amaru. So like Hibana would not normally not breach a hatch from below. Yeah, it wouldn't be a reason to. Uh,
1: I certainly see that happening.
2: It might. Cause I, just, like, I just
1: don't see people actually reinforcing hatches.
2: People will. People like especially if it's a team that doesn't care about that hatch, they don't use that hatch a lot or whatever. Like and, and there's there's a lot of sites where like you have an overabundance of uh reinforcements, so there's just yeah. no reason not to, especially if you're not planning to use it for rotates or whatever.
1: So here's the question with uh Goyo though. <laughs> also here's the question with part of this trailer. This guy it makes no sense. The, just fun. The, the gameplay in the trailer is funny sometimes. Like the guy sees a sledge coming at him with a grenade. He doesn't shoot him. Instead, so he ducks behind this Vulcan shield and lets him throw the grenade at him. Like, what are you doing?
2: Yeah, the, <laughs> the, yeah. The the trailer gameplay is always like, well, that and will just never happen. Show yeah, but it's <laughs> like okay, whatever.
1: Anyway,
0: I did think of a hatch though for Amaro, which is border that like small office hatch that goes down to like the um the servers Ooh, downstairs because uh-huh. that's pretty, like, unless there's somebody inside of that office, you could probably get into it without them immediately shooting you.
2: Right, you're, like, right in the objective, but they can't see
1: you coming up. Yeah. If there's a rotation hole there, too, that could be, like, a quick denial to that mirror that's gonna be standing at that mirror window. Yeah. Or a bandit trying to bandit trick those reinforcements. Because if you can kill that mirror, open that window even, like, that'd be worth dying for, almost.
2: Yeah. Should she have frags? Because it seems like for something like that, it'd be nice to be able to like shotgun open the hole, toss a frag up into the room ahead of time, just to clear it out, and then
0: flashbangs. That would or,
1: be yeah, too much. Some, maybe yeah. flashbangs would be good. I feel like flashbangs would be. I good. think flashbangs would be
2: sweet. I just like I don't really see the need for a claymore or a breaching charge with her with what they're trying to do with her.
0: Yeah,
1: I really just—I mean, we'll see after next week when we actually get to play this. But I—I I do not see her being.
2: I, I I I don't know I I think it's it's gonna be one of those things where it's like she can be good if used right and like if the right situation comes up but it's again it's not one of those that's like you should pick this every time because it's super good yeah okay so that's the two new operators then uh, let's just let's run through like all these other like little slash huge changes that <laughs> that are coming um, with this new season and then we'll like circle back to to uh, canal a little bit. So um new map pool and ranked. Chris is not happy about it. <laughs> it's so dumb. Like it's uh, that's, better,
1: but it's definitely better, but that is the one thing I was excited for for the whole like the reveal. Everything was a map pool. Like I've been waiting for that for three weeks. And I saw it and I was like, are you serious? Like this is a joke. So they were, they removed theme park,
2: Hereford and Fortress. Which was all good. All good. They added um canal. canal uh good so that puts us at 10
1: puts us at 12 12 yeah
2: yeah oh
1: yeah i thought it was 10 12 12 10, 10 would have been a, a good number <laughs> still 10 would have been lot. fine yeah they should have removed There's 12 skyscraper they should have removed skyscraper and Shelley. Yeah. i'm fine with shelly but everybody else hates Shelley, so i'm fine with it being gone I feel like, I don't, okay, I, I, like even I like if you're map, okay but.
0: with Shelly, I think it might be the weakest one. So, I don't know. What else yeah, would you get fine. rid of?
1: I don't know. I don't care. Something. <laughs> like, I would even get rid of Bank just to have it be lower. Yeah. Like, the number 12? Really? 12? It's a lot. Like Shouts like out you to Tim. It,
0: he would definitely want Bank removed.
1: And I, I, quote, <laughs> I quote them saying, we have too many maps in the ranked map pool. That was what they said in the, like, Community Concerns and you're moved two of the 14 Here's what You I went think. 14% down.
2: I think they're playing it safe because like there's definitely a contingent of the community that likes to have a lot of variety in the map pool and doesn't want, you know, this to be like pared down to the pro league maps only or whatever. So like I think they're I think what they're doing here is like okay, let's take out 3 that we know nobody likes and uh see how that goes and if people are still saying take out more the next season we can do that. You know just like they're just taking it slow, I think. Also, theme parks definitely coming back next season, so something else is going to go, which is probably skyscraper.
1: Yeah, the the number needs to be lower. Still, it needs to be. I was hoping for eight. Like that's what I wanted. I wanted eight. Twelve is too many. Twelve's a lot. Like they were just, they were so freaking close to having it so good, and they missed it. (laughs) Skyscraper, it's a step in the right direction, right? But he said, he said. We're looking at the maps that the community thinks are the most balanced, and that's those are the maps in the ranked map pool. Well, no, you're not listening. What do you mean you're listening? Because then you know skyscrapers should be gone. That's the one that's complained about more than any other map. At New Harford, I think. That's <clears throat> it. Did you
0: guys see the the Reddit um mm. uh, poll thing?
1: The like seasonal survey. Oh yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Um, yeah. like I feel like definitely topping the list of like ones maps people hate that were in ranked was hereford theme park and fortress and like skyscraper was there but it wasn't as much as i thought it would be or i mean like not as many people disliked it as i thought um which like it was probably the lowest ranking if i remember correctly it was probably the lowest ranking of the rest of the maps but it wasn't as disliked as those other ones
1: okay that's one of the um outcomes i didn't i actually didn't look too much at this last I saw that Warden was placed as the le- weakest defender, and I didn't look at the rest of it. Hmm. <laughs> do you, you disagree so with mad. that? I do and I don't. Like, I, I for, disagree for, for with For reference,
2: to Chanka was not included in right. the yeah.
1: Yeah. options. I disagree with it, but at the same time, I'm like, who would I put under him? <laughs> and I, I think like maybe Frost and maybe Capkin I would put there because he is, he yeah. is very strong sure. on a couple of sites. Like, like
2: frost I'm not and Captain saying, have some of the highest win rates or at least haven't, but recent they're also seasons.
0: picked the least yeah. so their variance is very high,
2: yeah i think I think you're
0: right though I think if any time we're playing siege together and you you play warden, if it's one of the few uh you know objectives, I don't get upset like, oh wow, why is, why is Chris throwing? But if time someone <laughs> plays frost, I'm like, why is, why are we throwing? <laughs> hey,
2: my frost is good.
0: I'm just saying that's what I just think. Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm right. That's You're gonna just be what I more of
2: Frost. Um, uh, <laughs>
0: her gun is, well, frost, it her is so good.
2: Is it's it's so it's it's like uh, Castle, right? Where it's like mm-hmm. very situation. As, as much as I love Castle, I would absolutely say he's one of the weakest defenders if I'm thinking like overall, the game overall. Like his gun's not good, his his uh, gadget only works in certain spots, and like I think Warden's in that same spot, and only that like his gadget is even less.
0: I I think what I would say is Castle is more difficult to use but more useful than Warden. Like Warden is pretty easy to use, but has less of a, like l- less places he's useful.
2: Totally, and and like there's a pretty good chance that his ability can't. Have any effect on the round based on the kit of the other team, right? Like, mm-hmm. so I'm curious, like, if he gets played in pro
0: league just because, like, smokes are something that get used more than, or like, you know, higher level ranked play or whatever. But I, I'm still not optimistic about it.
2: Yeah, I'm always interested to see like what happens in pro league with these guys because it's just like, yeah, we all think they suck, but then in pro league, you just never know. What Speaking new of we're which, learn.
0: I'll say it now: I was wrong about gridlock. I thought she would suck. I thought no one was going to use her, and it turns out she's good. She's got good guns. She's got good utility.
1: Yeah, she actually has used quite a bit in the Pro League, too. Yeah. It's a common. So I, I went back and looked at the maps real quick. So it looks like on the least favorite maps to play on your right that it doesn't fall as far behind as Fortress and Theme Park. But when it comes down to the least balanced maps in the ranked rotation, it's... Hereford beats it by being worse, by the opinion, but it is considered worse than both Fortress and uh, Theme Park mm. on both of those.
2: Which I agree. I think it's less balanced than Theme Park and Fortress.
1: And most people think it should not be in the rank rotation more than people think.
2: But also, I, I think people dislike two. Fortress and Theme Park more. Correct. I don't know. Like,
0: okay, so if I asked you guys, "Hey, is is uh is that is that map?" unbalanced you what would you say skyscraper yeah and then um, like and then my next question would be okay which and for which team is it unbalanced because my initial reaction is like i don't know yeah, i just feel right. like it's frustrating to play
1: yeah i think you're right because i'm thinking like i almost never win defending but i also never win attacking. <laughs> <laughs> i just don't win on theme park because <laughs> i don't feel like it's, the objectives skyscraper. are i think geisha and teaser karaoke can be defended well with good strats, but I don't think the other ones really have a good defense to them, but I also don't think they have good attacks because their run with that balcony being like that is so frustrating, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I,
2: I think that's the thing is' like it's more that it's frustrating to play than it is that it's like one sided yeah it's just it, it's yeah, it's just one of those maps that's like I never feel comfortable here which probably means it's more balanced than, than, than not balanced. but um, Anyway, so, so that's the changes to the map, map, map pool. Um, also, they added a whole new game mode called yes. Unranked. So it's a step Very between good. casual and ranked. Same rules as ranked. They didn't clarify anything beyond that. They just had same rules. Mm. So it sounds like it's essentially ranked without showing your MMR.
1: That's exactly that, what it seems. Is that all it is? That's what I think it is. I would be fine if it didn't have pick and ban and I'd be fine if like the rounds were less rounds. Actually no pick and ban would be a really good call cuz then this could be a place for like
2: all your echo players to go play CGN.
1: <laughs> yes. Jackal. I, yeah. Like I would be fine with it just being the ranked maps and the ranked 3 minute timer and 3 round rotation.
2: And like best of uh, 7.
1: Right. I I'd be fine with the lesser rounds just to get the game over. But also, if you can join and leave as you please without sanctions or anything, like I then personally I guess the like the.
0: I personally like that it's exactly the same thing as a ranked because I don't. I want there to be pick and ban because I want to be able to ban the people that frustrate me. I don't want to play against yeah. blitz or whatever. Yeah. Um, and like it'll let us like practice strats and stuff. Like that's cool. Yeah. So
1: I'm. Yeah. That seems cool. It is a really great way now to actually warm up for ranked play. Like, yeah. Right, of- so
2: my question is like, is that all this is really for at this point? Because like they tried to talk about it like we want a bridge for players between casual and ranked. We feel like that's a hard transition, and they're kind of saying like ranked is the end game. That's where we want players to be. That's where siege is the most fun. That's where it's competitive, mm-hmm. and we just need to help players get there. So it's like, okay. Are people really gonna like sit there and play unranked for a long time and then move to rank? Like, it's which I guess which playlist is going to lose a bunch of population and which one is going to like? I
1: think, I think the ranked playlist will almost. I think the casual playlist will lose population. Yeah, I that's... think a lot of people don't like they don't like playing ranked because they don't want to deal with the ranked and the like super tryhards and stuff. But they also don't like casual because they don't want to deal with favela and playing in house and power. Yeah, there's and garbage.
0: I think there's a definite population of people that like only play casual because like ranked is too much pressure and like being able to play without all that pressure but like with it the better rule set is yeah what they need
1: yeah i think you'll see a lot of solo queues there too like instead of people solo queuing ranked they'll just solo queue and unranked because you can that's a good point you can yeah. leave if you want and it's not and now i can like play with like i don't care who i play with like that's yeah, just go play that yeah, like, I can still to hop in Siege.
2: That was my thought. Is like I I've, I've been considering buying an alt for the past like month. Uh-huh. And now it's like, oh, well, I don't need you now. We'll just like if we don't have a solid squad that like I, I'm oh, comfortable yeah. risking my rank with, we'll just hop into unranked. It's the same game that we like to play. Yep, And it's just no stress. And then I was, totally like trying out new strats, right?
0: I was thinking the exact same thing because I was also considering buying an alt, which is kind of funny cuz I guess maybe if there's the two of us out of the three were thinking of that how many more people were out there like not buying the game again but anyway like yeah yeah yeah, like honestly like what they need to do now is just make casual like put all the maps in casual that aren't in the other pool and then just like so you could just go to casual to mess around or something i don't know i guess there is i think people that'll still play that's what's
1: gonna be that's what's gonna be good about it i think you're not gonna get like the trolls that are just messing around i don't think they're gonna go down ranked i think they're gonna stay in casual I think they're going to, they like the favela and the house and the like memeing stuff. And I think that's where they're going to stay. I don't think they're going to go to the unranked because I think unranked is going to be a little more competitive than casual, but just not so much as competitive ranked.
2: Right. So unranked is, we're still playing Siege. We're playing to
1: win. We're like, we're playing. But yeah. I think it's more playing to win, but just not stressing about rank.
2: Right. Okay. Well, we'll see. Which like, I, I hope I that's how it works out. Um,
1: it's what I want so bad.
2: Yeah. I. I mean, I would just love a place to go and like, you know, we're having an off night. Right, and like we're 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 on like a losing streak. It's <laughs> one like, more game. Well, let's just let's just yeah, let's just go play on ranked. Yeah. It's like nothing to lose. We're just we're gonna keep having fun, right? Because a lot of times, like the problem with rank too is like you get on this losing streak and like you stop having fun right. with the game because you're so frustrated at like this stupid rank. <laughs> rank that doesn't matter.
1: I will say, going back real fast, just to the ranked map pool, like there is now only one map that will come up, and I'll be like, dang it, like of the twelve that are there. I could play most of them over and over and over again and be totally fine.
2: Yeah, so they achieved that at least. Yeah,
1: at least they got there. Like Outback, just because I'm not so comfortable with Outback, I wouldn't love seeing it every time like over and over again, but like pretty much every other map there other than Skyscraper, I wouldn't be mad. I'd be like, this is fine. Not going to have Fortress, not going to have New Hereford, not going to have Theme Park, which somehow showed up like more than 50% of the time. Like, how is that <laughs> possible? Those maps, you always played those maps. It's, uh <laughs> Maybe just because you notice because they trash? Yeah, Yeah, it's it's... probably...
2: What's that? Selection bias or... Mm, Confirmation bias. bias. Confirmation bias. Yeah. Okay, so one other change to rank is they sort of restructured the ranks. Yeah, this is interesting. So they... I think what they ultimately did is just extended the MMR further downward, right? Or upward. I guess like so that copper four is now covers more ranks than just copper Yeah, because now there's copper huge... five now right i think i saw that mm-hmm.
1: yeah so th- yeah there's copper five and <laughs> silver five and bronze five
2: yeah copper bronze silver all have five ranks now mm-hmm. gold, gold is, three, is three which before was four right yeah. so now gonna... gold is three but those are the, the like the two-step ranks where it's 200 mm-hmm. mmr between each one and then platinum is also three i think right. also with the two steps Correct. Right. diamond i don't think changed
1: yeah, diamond. I think is just the one, but now there's a champion's rank, and that's like yeah. over five thousand MMR. Right. So that's like, uh, like, like. Nothing in other good. words, you're diamond, but you keep winning in diamond, so you finally you're gonna be champion.
2: Right. And then it seemed like they were saying there's like a straight up like you are number one, so yeah. or you're number three, like a yeah. straight up uh leaderboard rank. That's and neat. once you hit uh champion, which is really not that cool. we'll
0: ever get there, but it's neat. never. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's going to have to change their, their memes now though. Cause like, it's not copper four anymore. You can go lower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're copper
1: five. <laughs> I'm so good.
2: But uh, this is cool. Like it, it, uh, it spread out the bell curve a little more, mm-hmm. um, and made it so that like top of silver is actually where the majority of players are. So hitting gold at this point is a little it's more actually, like, good. Yeah. yeah.
1: Being like gold one is like, that's good. Yeah.
2: So that's cool. Um, Probably oh, Before you...
0: we go further, there's there's other gameplay changes. I don't know if you wanted to talk about. Yeah, I mean. um, there's the new deployable shield, obviously. Right. Um, they talked about a bigger penalty for leaving consecutive games or like leaving games more often. So they're yeah, going like, to so step up that.
1: When they talked about that, was that also referring to casual? I think, or was that just ranked? I they didn't really think specify. it's ranked. I, would... I thought it was just ranked because that's the only place that you get an abandoned yeah, sanction. Because there is right? no penalty for casual. But it, there's, I certainly hope they're not going to penalize me for leaving tower.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm. Cu- I'm curious though. Like, will you get the same penalties for leaving unranked?
2: I hope not. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I like. I would lean toward yes because they just said same rule and didn't clarify anything else. I certainly that. hope that's not
1: the case. I so... want unranked to be able to leave.
2: Actually, well, probably not because it seems.
1: Yeah. Because what is leaving doing? Like, yeah, it's disadvantaging your team, but it's not hurting their rank. Like.
2: I don't know. Well, you probably know by the time you hear this. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, AFK
0: players drop the Diffuser um, by the yes. time they That's get good. So it'll detect during during prep phase, and by the end of that, if they're still yes. AFK, they'll drop the Diffuser, which is cool. And um, the last one I'm looking forward to is the improved reverse friendly fire action against squads. Yes. So it's going to track... Yes. If there's a squad of guys and they're all kind of like teaming up to hurt you and uh, troll you, then it's going to start tracking that and punishing them as a squad.
2: Yeah. Cool, except my one issue is like, okay, so if I accidentally, you know, we're, let's say we're running a squad of four, we've got a, a solo queue with us, somebody accidentally kills him, he doesn't deactivate RFF, and now all four of us have an RFF penalty oh, for yeah. the rest of the match. That seems like a problem.
0: I guess you better... Treat your teammates nice. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> that's true.
2: I mean, because like I had that. Like I, I was playing recently. I was solo queuing and ranked, ranked or casual. Mm-hmm. I think it was casual actually. And like I, I somebody stepped in front of me while I was like shooting open a door, and got killed. And it's like, dude, that was a hundred percent your fault. And I, you know, I said sorry, and he didn't forgive me. And it's like, well, cool. Now I live with this. And it's like, if, well, so if that happens.
1: You're just screwed as the whole squad now. Yeah. What I they guess. honestly. Like, what they needed to do, like, reverse friendly fire, I feel like it's good for ranked, but what they need to do for the other ones is just forgive or punish. If you're punished, you're out. Like, so for a squad, say someone in the squad, uh, but then it gets a problem with, like, people just doing little Mm -hmm. chip damage to you throughout the game. I mean,
0: and also it's, like, people are going to intentionally run in front of your gunfire to get you immediately out of the game and that sort of thing.
1: Yeah.
2: I think what it really needs is it needs a long term tracking, right? Like, yeah. if this player is continually getting penalties, like, just ban them. Get them out of the game. But, yeah. Uh, should we talk more about the deployable shield? Have we Yeah, I think. Or is there anything else that we need to say about it? The
1: only thing that I would say about it is just how the gadgets have been moved around now in the new season.
2: Yeah, let's talk about that.
1: And these are actually good changes because some of them were scary. Yeah, so for a second like I shield. didn't
2: realize what was happening here and totally the reason for this is because of the new deployable shields. Mm-hmm. They like shifted around a bunch of secondary gadgets. So it's it's almost like hard to even guess what the impact will be here just because like so many people had shifts. But overall, we went from was it 10 deployable shields available on defense down to 8. So net 2 loss and i'll I'll just read through these, and I guess we'll come kind of go through and talk about the ones that stand out so smoke um is losing an impact grenade and gaining a deployable shield. that one kind of hurts so I so yeah, uh, so he has now barbed wire and deployable shield
1: rook so you wait so you like you like that change for i reason? mean
0: like so like. The way to run smoke is, like, with a shotgun and the SMG-11, so, like, you're one of the guys opening up holes and everything. And, like, so the impact grenade is almost redundant with, like, he has, like, the best shotgun to open up rotation holes.
1: Yeah, that's a good point.
0: The one exception would be, like, he could, you know, help impact trick a wall if it's getting opened up, but
1: I don't know. Yeah,
2: Yeah, he also does tend to be more of an anchor, so the deployable Mm -hmm. shield makes a lot more sense there. That's a good point. Rook previously had deployable shields and impact grenades. He's losing his shields and getting barbed wire,
1: which is very good because I played as Rook in the tester with the deployable shield and it was stupid,
2: stupid broken.
1: Yeah. I was able to like, it was dumb. It was free kills,
2: but yeah, what you, what you're actually seeing here. I went through this is for the most part, people who have a cogs and deployable shields are losing the deployable shield.
1: Yeah. People with very strong guns really is what it is. That makes yeah. sense.
2: Um, I mean, not that you still can't do that, Right. right, smoke brings his deployable shield and rook can use it. No, that's a so, good point. Uh, but like, at least you can not set it up by yourself, and, right. and I think it does make sense for uh, rook to have barbed wire or whatever. Jaeger um, is losing his deployable shield in favor of bulletproof camera and barbed wire. Yes, I
0: like that a lot because I would I would totally take that. Jaeger takes too long to set up, and I'd I'd rather have a bulletproof camera anyway.
2: Agreed. Yeah, that's yeah, that like there's a lot of operators that have bulletproof cameras. I'm like, but why would I take this over my impact? You know, like so it's nice yeah. to have one that's like, oh yeah, that's that totally makes sense. Um Frost is losing her barbed wire for a deployable shield, keeps her bulletproof camera. Good because now she can go back to doing her old Frost tricks, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's one space where the Frost trap actually kind of works sometimes.
1: Yeah, a lot of people would do like barbed wire over the frost mats, but if you had the elite skin, that would like made the frost mats almost invisible.
2: Yeah. Uh, Mira is losing her deployable shield for barbed wire and a nitro cell,
1: which is good because she already has her black mirror. She does not need something else that she can peek through.
2: Right, and oh, I actually love barbed wire for her because then it's like if I'm you know if I have my mirror down to like a long hall or something, I can go put the barbed wire out there and like make it hard for them to really try to shoot back at me while they're dealing with the barbed wire or whatever. That's funny. If you've ever
0: asked me if you would have if anyone would have ever asked me what her other gadget would have been, I would have not known. I've never seen a mirror not run Nitro cell.
2: Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Very true. Uh, I mean how many people that have a Nitro cell do you ever see run anything but Nitro cell other
1: than maybe Capkin who has both Nitro cell and impact.
2: Yeah. Okay, Legion loses his deployable shield for a bulletproof camera, keeps his impacts
0: more intel that's what that guy needs
2: yeah that's that's actually pretty crazy um maestro loses his deployable shield for impacts and keeps his barbed wire that makes me sorry are you gonna pick barbed
1: wire you're gonna pick impacts now oh i'm gonna pick impacts yeah because then you can pick
0: his cool other pistol
2: yeah (laughs) that's a good point but impacts are like that's like i use them a lot of times for like a surprise uh surprise flank on people or whatever, so it's nice to have, like, the quick hole. You're going to surprise flank with Maestro? (laughs) Yes. I I rook roam, okay? Uh, But also, like, it'd still just be nice to not have to be setting up barbed wire at the beginning of the round. Like, I've complained many times about how Maestro has too much to do at the beginning, so switching for impacts and just having that would be nice. Warden loses his...
0: Sorry. You know what's weird that Maestro's losing his but not
2: Echo? Yeah, I did notice that.
1: I, I kind think of a... just because the Alda, honestly.
2: But, like, they're both,
0: like, ACOG yeah. characters. I
2: don't yeah, know. I mean, I think the Alda is a much more high-powered weapon. And then also, like, I think Echo is more prone to be sitting in a corner on cams for, like, the entirety of the round compared yeah. to Maestro.
0: I guess that's, I don't know, I, I see them both kind of doing the same thing, just hiding behind a shield a lot, but,
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: And then last one, Warden loses his impacts in favor of a deployable shields. Keeps his barbed wire. Wow.
1: Thank you. You like that? I, yes, I love it because as a Warden, you're like you want to be safe in a spot where you can wait for that smoke to come out or the flashbangs or whatever it is. And a lot of times there's no safe place to be. And so he was announced with deployable shield, but he didn't get it because there were the current like deployable shield um, bugs. Yeah, bugs exploits or whatever that were going on. And so now they're bringing it back with that, so you can have a good spot where warden can like safely be and like safely watch what's going on until the smoke comes out, and then he can like capitalize on that smoke
0: that makes sense. I was thinking like like the one time we actually use warden is like coastline kitchen, like guarding the yeah. um that one the loading door or whatever um yeah. and like you used impacts every time to like open those holes so you can actually see that and you won't be able to do that anymore That's which kind of sucks.
1: You'll have to, That's true. That's actually a good point.
0: I wish, I wish it was deployable shield impacts instead of deployable shield barbed wire. Barbed wire.
2: I actually saw somebody saying that Warden should have like Mira's uh, secondary shotgun just because he's such mm. a hardcore anchor. it makes sense to give him something to edit sight. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. Which I think is a good idea. I think that would that. make him a lot better. Okay. Uh, so that's it for those changes. I think that pretty much covers all the, like, changes coming to the game. And then also, Mirror Elite is coming. Did you like the I, I like this one. He likes it.
1: I do like I, this one. I saw his
0: reaction it. in real time. I, <laughs> I thought it was funny.
1: Hey, I was like, okay, here we go. Am I going to like it? And I was like waiting for them because they're just like, they're doing like super close up shots and like, I can't see the skin, like back up. And let me see it. And I was like, okay, I like this one. It was good. I really good like one. it.
2: Yeah. I think it's good. she like, uh, you can actually see her face. She takes off that whole helmet. She's got like, you know, this, this wavy hairstyle thing yeah. and you can see her whole face and she's got this really cool, like, what is it? Like a world war one outfit or something? Yeah. World, world II war two or something like that. I think that.
0: someone said like... Sp- Spanish civil war or something like that maybe
2: okay
1: still cool some like old-timey yeah military outfit. and those are actually all the ones that i've that i like so far it's twitch and doc and jaeger her. jaeger oh, yeah
0: i love jaeger so much
2: jaeger's is really cool yeah here's top tier
0: yeah finally an elite skin we can all agree on <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah
2: no this one's good i like it
1: because you like the other one what's her name habana
0: yeah it's so good yeah, bought it's not good. <laughs> it's, no elite. Um, it's no elite lesion. Oof. <laughs> that's Yuck. the best one. I'm going to put someone else's armor on. I'm going to put Ying's armor on
2: and call it elite. <laughs> <laughs> as long as we're talking about uh, cosmetics, Siege is getting a battle pass, guys. Yeah, Nobody's excited about that. <laughs> I don't care at all.
1: I'm
0: excited.
2: I think it's cool. It's like more stuff to unlock more like little targets to hit throughout the season. If you want to pay for it, you can, you get this different tier stuff. It works just like fortnights or like most other battle passes. Can you explain
1: it exactly how it works?
2: Yes. Yes. (laughs) So yeah. So there's, there's this series of items you can unlock over the season. So you like, you'll earn sort of like XP, I guess. And you'll sort of like level up through this battle pass. Okay. And as you hit certain landmarks, you'll unlock a new cosmetic or whatever it is on the thing. They even showed like boosters and stuff on the thing. Okay. Um, And so you'll do that. So there's sort of like two tiers of it. So there's just like the basic tier that everybody gets. Uh, and then there's like the premium tier where you pay for it. And usually what that is, is like instead of unlocking something every three or four levels, you're unlocking something every single level. And there's like exclusive uh, cosmetics usually behind that paid tier.
1: And so yeah. is that... um. The stuff you're unlocking is it the same stuff for everybody, or is it random?
2: Yeah, same. Stu- I think same stuff for yeah, everybody all the that's way. That's what down. I would. That's what I think. I, also, I bet you that there are alpha packs at some things, right? Where you'll you'll get an alpha pack at level thirty-seven or whatever, and then you know what'd be then cool. Then if It away.
0: was like alpha pack for past events. That would be cool, but it it might all be new stuff. We don't know. Um, the timeline up for it though is so this upcoming season is going to get a short one, which is like a seven seven days um seven items, one, and then in year four season four, um, we'll get a the like full version of it. Yeah. Okay. Um and I saw a lot of initial reactions to this being like, oh, they don't care about anything but money or whatever. Um the truth is, guys, from the development standpoint, is games need to make money. Like that's how they continue supporting the game is like if they stop making money, they can't you can't have siege anymore. So they Like, they have to find new ways of making money. Like, I think this is a very reasonable game. Like, you can't purchase, um, like, loot boxes. Like, you can't purchase the alpha packs in the game. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just the in-game currency which you earn through playing. You can use that in-game currency to buy, like, almost any skin and, like, uh, outfit in the game. You don't have to do a random one. And if you wanted to pay real money for it, you can just get the one you wanted instead of opening a pack for it. Like. For this thing, it's just another way to, to get free stuff. And, like, if you wanted to pay extra to get some extra stuff, you can. And you already, you'll already know what it is. You don't have to do a random thing. At least that's right. that's what my impression is. So, like, yeah. I think, like, of all the other games out there that, you know, is they're just based on random loot boxes and stuff like that, I think Ubisoft has been really reasonable with how this game is structured.
2: I agree. It's totally fair and reasonable. And, like, especially with the amount of support that Siege actually gets, like, I mean, we have unreal support. Like, a lot of games do not get updates like the way Siege does, with, like, new content coming out for free. Like, what content have you ever paid for in Siege that you couldn't have gotten for free? None.
0: Yeah, like, all the new maps, all the new, like, updates, like, the new operators you can just get for free if you play the game enough. Like, that's crazy. What other game does
3: that?
2: Yeah, like, I mean, it's amazing. What's actually funny is, like, Um, I remember when Siege first, when they first revealed how like DLC would work before the game even came out, uh, and you know, it was the whole thing of like, you know, operators you unlock with renown as you play and like, here's how it all works. Here's what the season passes and what you'll get. And I remember like IGN posted this article that was like, oh, I wish I could remember the exact word, but they said something about like the, the Siege DLC model is like, not predatory, but something along those lines of like, it's not fair or whatever. And I was like, guys, for years, we have complained about like paid content, dividing, uh, communities within games mm-hmm. of like having the haves and the have nots. And then the matchmaking breaks down because you either like, you either have to have none of it or all of it. If you're anywhere in between, you can't make with enough people to even play the game anymore. Right. And like, it's just like, like guys, they answered all. everything that we've ever wanted in dlc they're giving us all the actual content for free and this like stupid season pass is something you absolutely do not need to have and you can totally ignore and you're complaining about it like i was so mad yeah (laughs) like uh, i was so mad about it i think i tweeted them and they changed the headline after that and i was like thank you that was stupid
1: (laughs) i think uh was cj one of the first games to have free dlc like this
0: I mean, I like, mean I know course, like, like things, things like Dota that, like Dota has all the right. free characters, right? I think right. League you have to pay if not. there's like a free rotation, but like I'm thinking right. like like fighting games and stuff that like regularly come out with new characters and they're always you always have to pay for them. Mm-hmm. And like I know like to some people it's a lot of in-game currency to unlock a new operator, but one it's free and two like it's not that bad. Like there was a period of time where like I was unemployed so, like, I didn't have the money, but also, like, I had time. So, like, I just played a lot of Siege and, like, got all the new operators. Like, it didn't take un- an unreasonable amount of length to do it.
2: Right. Yeah. It, well, yeah. And just, like, like what I did when I fell behind was I just bought one season pass. That meant for that whole next season I didn't have to worry about it. And then I was getting increased uh, rates of earning everything. And so, like, it was really easy to catch up. And like the other thing too is just remember like this is all optional guys. Like yeah. especially when we're talking about the cosmetics and like the battle pass. Like you don't have to have any of that stuff. Like and if you no. don't think it's a fair deal, don't participate. And that's how capitalism works and that's okay. Like
1: and <laughs> even the operators too. Like we just talked about buying all it's like I don't need all the operators. I need right like a very small handful and I'm fine.
2: Right. forty like, percent of them or probably more than that. Probably like seventy percent of them you don't even like and won't play. Yeah. <laughs> like
0: yeah, like the vigil. Like the top picked operators even in like pro league are like a bunch of them are the vanilla ones you get at the beginning. Like
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. All they're like all the original ones are like pretty strong.
2: Yeah. Totally. Yeah, that's a weird thing, is like power creep hasn't been a major issue in this game. Like obviously there's the maestros out there. It's like, okay, come on, like <laughs> what are you doing? Uh but I mean Jaeger is like one of the top operators.
1: Mm-hmm. And he hasn't... He's, like, hardly changed. Jaeger, Twitch, Ash, Smoke. They're all the very, very top of the Pro League there. presence. Percent. Rook, Doc. Yeah. Like,
0: I sometimes, like, talk to my friend about, like... T'Chanka? What, what would happen if, like, vanilla operators came out now? Like, what do you mean this guy has a grenade that destroys all electronic gadgets within, like, 20 meters? Like,
2: what, that's crazy! <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, we
2: made that point back... Well, I don't remember who it was. Somebody came out and everybody was like, this is so OP and, like... Somebody made the point of, like, okay, if they introduce Jaeger today and, like, there was a guy that could just, like, destroy all projectiles coming into the thing, everybody would be like, that is so broken. Like, I can't believe they're <laughs> yeah. breaking siege. And it's like, that's just...
1: That's yeah, we how talk shifting about this. Like, if it didn't... If some of these guys did not come into the game at the very beginning, they would be considered super OP. Right. And I think there's, like, there's certain things that have, like, crept
0: in, like, there was a period of time where, like, every new operator was getting, like, a machine pistol and, like, machine pistols were really powerful. But they've... They've done a pretty good job of like tweaking things so that like like machine pistols are not as viable as they used to be, um and like you know like there was really strong operators like l o Lion, but like it took a while, you know, but they were getting there, yeah, <laughs> and I think okay, they're getting is... better at like coming out with operators that aren't overpowered and like
2: oh they're doing much better at that, yeah, totally. Okay, this is getting long, so let's try to keep it moving here. Um let's talk a little bit about Canal. I guess like is there anything that like stood out to you that you're really excited about? I mean the the no. biggest changes like number 1 they added a, a second connector between the two buildings up on right. the top floor. Uh it seems like they added a little bit more to the the I guess, top floor of Coast Guard, where before it was just really that one staircase that ran up to the roof. It seems like they added some more stuff up there that connects to that, that new bridge. Yeah. Um, there They've made, like, the boathouse area is now, like, exterior... Instead, or, no, 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 the garage now is mm-hmm. exterior instead of interior, so defenders can't just chill in yeah, there. that was so right. weird.
0: What a weird part of that map.
1: Yeah, yeah totally. That was confusing. So I think that... Uh, so first we thought there was maybe a tunnel that went underneath between the two sides of the map, which ended up just being a tunnel that went at first floor of Coast Guard to another part of first floor of Coast Guard. Just like a rotation. Yeah, which is gonna suck because it's a ladder anyway, so it's gonna be very hard to. Like that's gonna be death, I'm trying to come up that ladder because just a claymore and that stops that. Um, what else? There was something. But, that I was but it is a
2: shorter distance now between. I guess garage is outside now. Yeah, so but that, garage is outside that was But the you other could probably thing. hop down from a window up from like don't the map I make it
1: anymore. Hmm. Before you used to make it within the 5 seconds. You used to be able to make it a very long time ago when it was 5 seconds you could be outside without getting spotted. You can make it from the garage of uh control center building to inside of Coast Guard without getting spotted. Yeah. Now well, I, I don't think
2: you can make it now. There's no way. But I, but I think you like it's at least a viable method of like moving across if you had to if you had to yeah but like, you would like, definitely let's, I mean be let's say that they're in get caught. let's say that like you're you're defending CG2 mm-hmm. or whatever and they're pushing CG2 you're over in CC2 you killed somebody over there or whatever and you got to get back quickly you just hop out that map's room window and cross over and you come in the bottom floor and it's like okay they know that you're on the bottom floor but at least you're back and able to help defend yeah. site
1: that's true that's true
2: so i mean there's that and then they've added uh, a a second staircase in each building, so now there's you don't kind of get locked to one floor. And that's always, huge. most
1: importantly, the stairs are all like green stairs, blue stairs, red stairs, and they're very clearly marked with colors. Yeah, like uh it's the my favorite thing that I saw on the map was like these stairs have green lines, like very clearly green lines going through them, and they're called green stairs. Mm-hmm. Good job, that's what we want.
0: Yeah, like at first blush, it just seems like they're addressing all the problems I have with the map. Like one being like there's so many windows, you're just you guys get spawn peaked on attack. Um, so they eliminate a lot of the windows. Um, and then on the defense, like there was not enough rotation. Like there weren't enough staircases and there weren't enough ways to get across the two pieces of the map. So it seems like they're addressing that. And I guess I'll just, we'll just see how it shakes out for me.
2: Cool. Uh, okay. And I guess we should talk at least a little bit about the Raleigh major. So that happened. Spoiler alert. Uh, Empire one, they beat G2 in the final.
1: They freaking won. <laughs> Nobody thought they would win. The Twitter poll came out. People did not believe in Empire winning this at all. Empire took the first map. The Twitter poll got a little bit better. And then Empire just... Oh, they sat them down. So, <laughs> so they, so they did lose the second map. So it was 1-1. One, one,
2: but then a pretty decisive 3-1 victory at the end.
1: Yeah, so I didn't get to watch. I, I watched the lot. So I watched the Empire win on Border. And then I watched them lose on... uh cafe which was a close game it was they went to overtime and they ended up losing 6-8 but um during that border one we saw joystick get an ace which was amazing <laughs> the ace with Yeager. i was i was watching that it's like double kill triple kill was like oh please give us the ace give us the ace he got the quadruples like, come on you got the ace let's go it's the only one that happened in the major yeah that was that was good i didn't get to see the last two maps so i was working but i looked at my but it was quick too so i don't what were the scores in those last two? Seven
2: five and seven three okay
1: so the last one was seven three so that one went quick so i saw i think i saw that they had one uh coastline uh-huh. yeah so that i saw that they had one coastline that's like okay and then like a couple, like, obviously 30 minutes or so went by before I checked again, but it didn't feel, like, long for me. And I went and checked, like, expecting the score to be something or, like, them to be on another map. And, like, I see, like, a Joystick walking up on the stage, like, winning. I was like, oh, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> they did it already? <laughs> Let's go. I was so excited. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, anything, Anything like,
2: exciting throughout the the whole event that you guys wanted to call out?
0: Um... I So they made a big change to the way they did spectating, um, which is cool. Like, I really wish we could get this during, like, normal Pro League. Um, but unfortunately, it's only possible at events, which is, um, and they've done it before at events where they capture every single player's computer plus an observer, um, which is pretty cool. Um, you can't do it on regular Pro League, obviously, because there's no way you're going to stream that much data out of, you know, each player's computer. Since it's all LAN, they could set it up um but at the beginning they did like they tracked all five players on defense and like an overhead until and i think they fixed your problem with it chris is like at, mm-hmm. at the beginning they they started with like halfway through the prep phase they started looking at the attackers but the attackers are just on their drones so that was kind of dumb but later during the event it looked like they were doing all the defenders tracking them until yeah. the end of prep phase and then they went to attackers to see how they approached the building and then also the best thing was mid match replays like you if they mm-hmm. miss an important kill or something they would they would bring the live gameplay down to a window and bring up a replay of like an important kill, so you never missed like an important thing that happened during the match, and you could see it like it wasn't until like after the match you watched it, you could see it while the match was going on, which is cool because there is quite a bit of downtime. Um in Siege and so like you almost never missed anything and if you did it was still like down the bottom and then you would see a replay of it again anyway so like I thought that was super cool and a really good way of handling that
2: yeah and from what I saw they were running back like every single kill from the match at the end of your each uh each round right mm-hmm. uh, sorry yeah every kill from the round at the Which, end of each round. yeah yeah I don't know well. if
0: they quite do that during pro league but yeah I think they usually do that during events um yeah I I wish I wish the spectating was that good during Pro League because that would just be so much more exciting and just, unfortunately, it's not possible.
1: My my still biggest problem with it, I don't know, like, it's... I don't know how, exactly how it works. It's got to be someone that's watching it that doesn't understand Siege super well because there's still times where I'm watching, I'm like, why in the world did you switch off that cam? Like, obviously, they're about... Or someone's, like, popping off kills. It's like, there's still an engagement, but you're on Zofia that's, like, on the other side of the map. Like, Um, Why don't you stick on that player? So, from what I understand, like, first of all, I think,
0: like, the controls for observation are kind of clunky. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, I think there might be some times where they're trying to, like, switch to the other player in the engagement. um, And they, like, miss it. Or, like, if you think about, like, as an observer, you not only have to be, like, watching what's happening, but, like, trying to anticipate what's happening next. And trying to like switch right. to something else that's interesting. And so like you're just gonna get some times where you make a mistake where like you're you're like, okay, maybe this player is doing something, you switch to them right at the wrong time. And it's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, because like I mean, you think about it, like what's happening is like there is one person trying to watch ten people, and like yeah. there's just limitations on like how well you're gonna do that. And and,
2: and on top of that, they're they're driving the machine too, right? Like Mm -hmm. when you think about like broadcast sports, you know, you've seen this in movies and stuff where there's like, there's the guy standing behind watching all the screens and there's like five technicians actually operating it. And he's just Mm -hmm. like, okay, show me cam one, show me cam three. And like, they're, you know, they're plugging all things. This is one guy in front of a computer trying to like get all of it. It's one guy. That's gotta be hard.
0: It's one guy trying to like change the cameras. Like he's got 11 different perspectives to choose from. And he's got to guess blind. He he can't see whatever, like, what everyone else yeah. is doing. He's just got to, like, guess. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, it is unfortunate that, like, a lot of the times we miss things. But I think in general, uh, Marcio, who's the guy who usually does things, does a decent job. I don't know, like, I'm sure he didn't do every observation during the event, because that is a lot. And, like, that would be too much for one guy, I would imagine. But, um, like, yeah. I'm hoping, I don't know if it's possible, I wish there was some better ways of observing. Um, Just like an overhead map that's up there all the time would be super cool. Um, Or
1: at least for the observer, right, to have it like on a second. I think part of the problem, I think, just comes down to the way that the observer is programmed in Siege, that they don't have it set up very well for them. Mm-hmm. Like if they made it so it's easier for them to switch between people or know like what number is what person or the observer always had a screen in front of them that showed the top down view. So they could be like, Oh, I need to look at player six. Like what if for them just, what if you had two monitors? One monitor was always an overhead and the other one was what screen he's looking at, and the overhead would have numbers over each operator, one through one through zero. And so he'd see on his overhead, okay, two and three are getting in a fight, he'd press two on his keyboard and it would look at two screen. Yeah. Like that would help significantly. I've
0: heard, I've, I think I've heard somewhere that there's, like, there's tech limitations on what they can do with observation tools right now. So,
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: I think, you know, if we ever do get a Siege 2, I think they would really blow out the um the observation stuff, I would yeah. imagine.
2: How long until we get to a point where viewers can control what they're looking at?
0: Uh, oh, that'd be cool.
2: Oh, like, I mean, that's that's obviously coming at some point, right? not like, like,
0: Dota or something do that where you can, like, you. It like simulates a match while it's happening, and you can like move it around or something. I thought I heard something like that. I don't really play mobas, oh, I but know. I thought I heard something like that.
1: It sounds amazing, though. That's cool. The thing with like mobas, like it's so easy to spectate those yeah. because it's just just one overhead view, top for You can yeah. see what everybody's seeing. Yeah, right. I think like StarCraft. I think in yeah. the
0: Discord server, people were also talking about like Overwatch, but like Overwatch, even in that, is like so much easier to view because it's like much more open and like all the characters mm-hmm. are like like they're in general one in one area or whatever it's not 10 different people in 10 different places and like
1: right that was so my roommate's a huge overwatch pro league watcher and he was talking about that and i was thinking like well overwatch is also a very different game than siege like yeah obviously very objective oriented but also like you can
2: isn't the objective usually in one place and everybody's pushing for
1: it yeah Yeah, or it's like a tug of war type of objective
0: usually i mean in general you get everybody in one area
1: yeah but they're all in one area so it's like it's not you don't have like this random fight that's ha- happening in CCTV of border when the objective's down in ventilation or something. Like, I mean that that always happens on border. But
0: I'm actually curious. I've never really watched like Counter Strike. I'd imagine like that would be the closest thing.
1: Yeah, I actually I've I I know I've watched some like pro league matches of Counter Strike, but I can't. I think the huge difference of exactly. Counter
2: Strike is that there's no variables in the map, right? So like. Yeah. Hmm. They know there's exactly not this where new path gonna, that you didn't realize. Yeah. Like, oh shoot, he's got a hole right there. He's going right to that guy.
0: And even in that case, like Counter Strike, like most of the le- levels are like, if I'm not mistaken, they're all like one floor or like pretty close to that, and they're pretty open. Right. They're like outside and stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the most part, and I think it's a lot easier to definitely anticipate.
1: some of those maps they've been playing for Dust Two. They've been playing for years and years and years, so they know exactly where all the engagements are going to happen. And, and there's when only three happen. paths. Yeah, why are we? Right, like... When are we going to get a Dust? <laughs> that's nothing new for the casters. Yeah, <laughs> when. I'm waiting.
2: I've been waiting for the sequel to Dust 2. Never. Um. That's Does that pretty much cover it?
1: Yeah. yeah. And, uh, was there anything else that happened in Pro League that was. I mean, TSM um, didn't. No NA team really did super well.
0: Yeah. Well, like, that's the point. Of, like, people are always like, NA teams suck, which, like, sure. But, like, <laughs> uh,
1: nobody but
0: EU teams made it to the semifinals. Think about that. It's not just NA, it's every other region. Like,. Sure, yeah, that's a good point. Like both EU and NA had five teams make it like to the event. But the only team to knock out an EU team was another EU team. And that was just the Giants. Yeah. Like Fours knocked out the Giants, and that's it. No other e- EU team was like eliminated until like after the semifinals.
2: Yeah, that's intense. That's
1: interesting. Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, sick of you. I, know, I, I see. I see an SSG <laughs> Pro League finals happening soon.
0: Yeah, they looked really strong. 2
1: won't be there. <laughs> they're not doing. They're not doing too hot right now in the actual Pro League season, are they?
0: No, not not super strong. Well, that was another thing that's it's interesting about these um events is like you see teams like TSM that like they're bottom of the barrel in Pro League, but like they were super strong in qualifiers and and in like the actual event um and then like you see like other teams like even like EG which normally perform very well at LANs and they're performing decently in Pro League like fell out in group stages yeah so it's it's a whole different beast like like LAN and having the crowd and everything
1: G2 are the LAN kings but no more
0: yeah i'm <laughs> i'm i'm, Empire I'm always, has taken that spot i would i would have liked to see a little more diversity than just EU going, like, through semifinals. But I am personally glad that, like, it wasn't G2 that won because I'm just sick. I know there's a lot of G2 fans, but I am just tired of G2 (laughs) winning everything. It's not interesting if G2 wins every event.
1: Yeah, well, another thing that was interesting to see, so they showed the show matches, which was, like, some really popular, like, uh, streamers or, like, just content creators, sausage and stuff was there. Um, Creators Cup. Creators Cup, yeah. So why Under wasn't there, I'm probably because we're too good. Uh that's definitely not it. Anyway, but that was cool. What was kind of annoying is like I feel like at least for me, I wanted to, I wanted them to take it seriously, like more seriously than they were, where like they were like playing Tachanka on some side. So I was like, I actually want to see you guys like play. Like I want to see you guys try to work as a team and like actually see who's better. And I feel like that just wasn't really happening.
2: Yeah, that's a tough because like it's an exhibition match, right? Like yeah. you're there because you care about, like, the characters of the people playing more than you care about the competition. Mm-hmm. And, like, and then I think there's also, like, a wide skill gap, right? Because you got guys like Macy J who just stream Siege eight hours a day versus, like, Sausage. I don't know how much Sausage even plays Siege. You right. know, like, he's a popular artist, but and I'm sure he plays a decent amount, but I don't think that he has nearly the amount of hours that, like, Macy J or Sasslin or some of these other people have.
1: So yeah. Who was someone else was playing with a controller while they were at the PC? Yeah, that was. I don't know who that was. Hang
2: on, I'm looking I for it. The only sure. guy I know Microwave,
1: was... maybe. I don't know. I don't recognize that either.
0: I uh, he was good though. I I really enjoy like the goofing off though, because like you see a bunch of like obviously like pro teams like are taking it super seriously, and I, I really like right. the exhibition matches, just kind of like breaking that up and being like fun. Okay. So, I don't know. I get, like, I see your point, but, like, I don't follow a lot of content creators. So, the only people playing that I knew was, like, Coconut Bra, which I just wanted to lose. And then Macy J and Shroud, which, like, Shroud sometimes plays Siege, but, like, not a lot, you know?
1: Yeah. It was interesting to see, like, the. Coconut Bra's a cool guy, but, like, it was interesting (laughs) to see, like, his. Tricks and stuff and not working at <laughs> all against the team that was actually playing siege. Yeah, like against the godly. What was it? Godly, godly, godly golds or whatever it is. He was mm-hmm. the godly golds. That was like no, it wasn't happening. They got wrecked, yeah, destroyed. I was like, like, like yeah. A lot those of tricks it... are cool and they're cheeky, but <laughs> you got to be justicious about his sort
0: of stuff. Or like some of it is stuff you can actually use, and some of it's just like cheese that was going to use. It's going to work like once.
1: Yeah, and everybody knows about it. That's probably everybody knows about it.
2: Totally. I think it'd be fun if they did these more often. Like, you know how Twitch does the Twitch rivals thing now. Like that's always super fun. It's like yeah. okay, I like if I'm a big Fortnite fan, like I'm really excited to see Ninja and Doctor Disrespect and like I don't know who else the other guys are, but like see them like all come together in the sixty player tournament or whatever and they're all playing for this cup and this cash prize and like they're playing serious and they're good and like, you know, but also like so, you know, one of those guys just wants to be the guy who got 20 kills, whether or not he won the game or not. Yeah. You know? And so like, and then like, because you, they do it frequently enough, there's like actual rivalries forming between the, the streamers and yeah. everything. Like, I think it'd be cool if they did that, if they did like, you know, get, get six teams of five content creators together and, and do a tournament twice a year or something.
1: Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. What is cool about those streaming ones? Like they get pretty dang good at Fortnite cause they play so freaking often. Oh, yeah. Where it's like you get the guys that are like, I want Dr. Disrespect to just wreck Ninja. Like, I want to see Dr. Disrespect get the Ninja Killer. Like, I want to see Shroud just destroy whoever. You know what I mean? Like, you like your content creator and you want them just to destroy a certain person because you hate that person.
2: (laughs) And it's different in Siege because there's teams, right? Right. Like, you can't really do solo Siege, but, but like, I think it'd be fun. And then maybe we could get in. (laughs) (laughs) Is the PP going to activate? Who's listening to this? Why don't we invited? pp on okay uh i think we are ready to move on to questions oh i wanted to have one more thing in case someone I, was listening
0: for that segment pp means podcast power and please don't ban us from <laughs> from those yeah. events just because of that <laughs>
2: the podcast power, podcast must power. <laughs> i just i wanted to throw out like great job on the map reveal like yeah the way they did that it was so much better than anything that we've seen before like they had they kind of did like an overall breakdown here's what we were going for here's kind of the changes we made and then they had like they had somebody spawn and like walk through a path to each objective and show like okay this is how you could go and this is what you would see on the way and this is what you have to look out for and like it was very cool to have just like this nice walk through instead of just like here's a before and here's an after of a bunch Mm -hmm. of spots and you can't see like what's behind the camera what's just to the
1: right of the camera yeah this was way cool. Mm-hmm. Was Very good job. They did a good super job. Well there. done. And I, I love the level designer had a really good take on it too. Like he's like, I tried to fix all the problems. He's like, You guys are <laughs> going to find other spawn peaks that I did not think of. But I think he did a really good job and he addressed like all the problems of canal.
2: Totally. All right, Frazy, you want to stick around for some questions? Sure. All right, let's do it. I'll just point out
0: that you wouldn't have have to ask me that if Chris actually showed up on time.
2: Oh, <laughs> Burn. Got him. Oh, here's a new one that just came in. Do you think Castle's pick rate will go up due to this new due to Amaru? No. Mm,
0: yes. I think initially well, it depends yes. on Amaru is picked. You will see more Castle, I think, in like definitely the test server in like early next season. We'll see from there.
2: Yeah, I I think you're totally right. Like it, it at first, absolutely, and then it will depend how much Amaru gets picked. No. <laughs> my my castle pick rate's going up. Oh, uh, can you go up from hundred yes, percent? Yeah.
0: <laughs> can your castle pick rate go up though? <laughs> you have to stop playing Maestro
2: so much. I know, maestro's and a real rook. problem for my castle maining. If you could only combine all three of those together. Now, there's an operator <laughs> I could get on board with.
1: I was actually expecting like some other like Exciting announcement! I like the unranked was actually a really good exciting announcement. But I was expecting some like castle rework or Tachanka rework or yeah, there actually wasn't anything like Daniel super groundbreaking. Phase. Yeah,
0: except a huge canal rework, that massive thing. I mean, but we knew about that. Which
2: we yeah, we all we just knew about it. I guess is what it was. Less, what that was
1: uh, Minh asked, "What is your opinion on champions? Right? Like, do you think they should add a lower rank like potato rank? It would be pretty sweet to have a potato charm."
0: Your wish is fulfilled, Copper Five. <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the champions rank is cool because you can actually see like those players that are just winning no matter what because their squad is just too good to be in down die- even like some of the league teams that go and play play in ranked for a little bit like they'll be in the champions league and they'll play against these guys that are champions yeah like you'll actually be having real competition
0: yeah that stuff was like informal before because you could see that like people's ranks in like websites and stuff but it'll be cool to see formalized inside the game
3: yeah
1: now, is it going to be awkward when we see a champion pairing up with two copper fives?
0: Yeah, wait, they didn't talk about yeah. that.
1: Wait, no, it's coming to... during. So I went back and looked. It says during year four, season okay. three. So yes, okay, that
0: will. What's well, coming?
1: That means mid-season reinforcements.
2: Uh TL Bear asked, will Ubisoft try to sell the battle pass together with the season pass, or are they going to phase the season pass out and give every DLC operator for free in the future? So there there was lots of questions about like combining the two passes or whatever. I think for the meantime, it seems like they'll be separate. Like it might make sense somewhere down the line to do something like that, but like they're totally separate things, I feel like. Mm-hmm.
0: I yeah. yeah, like from what I feel like is the way they're sold is like the season pass is like get the new operators, and the battle pass will be, like, get these cool cosmetics by playing the game. So, I think they'll stay yeah. separate, and I think that's okay. How much renown do you guys have? Right now, like or, or, like,
1: 115000 I usually... Sp- you have 115000
0: Yeah. I usually spend mine when I get around, like, you know, 30000 or whatever. So, I get, like, okay. an, you know, an outfit or something. Headgear. Okay.
2: Yeah, spending money like before my MO was always just to keep it banked so I can make sure I have enough for the next operators but now that I'm like able to play more regularly it's kind of nice because I don't have to do that so much and also new operators a lot of times are not worth buying so there's that
1: <laughs> Tyson asked do you think the unranked game mode will split the community uh, I think it will but I think it will in a good way I think you will yeah, separate
2: I'd, out people who have different play styles more. Right. Yeah, I don't.
0: I don't really see myself playing casual ever again. So
1: never. You don't unless, want to play house. Unless,
0: well, the thing is, like, it's house, and then like sixteen other maps. Like, if it was just the maps leave. you didn't see other places, then maybe <laughs> I would play. But you know,
1: the only reason I would play casual is if you get an abandoned sanction for leaving unranked. True. Then I would play casual because that's like sometimes I just want to leave. Yeah. yeah. I need to go. Like, you just want to play so someone shows up. Yeah. Casual
2: totally needs a veto now at this point. I don't know why now more than before, but, you know. Ranks
1: needs a veto still if there's going to be 12 maps.
0: Wait, I think mm. I have my, my notes somewhere that they're uh, reducing number of maps in casual map pool. I didn't see them listed, but oh, I... they did say that.
1: Yeah, he said you're going to see changes to casual as well, but we didn't... He didn't say what that was. That's true. He said that. Yeah, but they didn't explain what that was.
0: So that's something
1: interesting yeah what does that mean i don't know i think this will be answered in the test Maybe server notes that are going to come out like that oh my gosh <sighs> if that means veto guys i don't think that means veto. i still don't play casual anymore but
2: yeah well you guys probably already know what the answer is to this yeah well. you know the answer
1: <laughs> you've seen it
2: okay shedlocked asked why can't we keep all forms of maps i liked canal and even though the Rebirth looks cool i'd like to be able to access the old map in custom games
1: yeah, I don't know why you can't like custom games you have to feel like you should be able to access
2: Is it a space limitation or something like that?
1: Maybe.
0: Um yeah, I'm gonna say it's probably like um uh, like, you know, memory issues. Where like I mean like so the weird thing about like Hereford is like the old version is in there, but it's a different it's like the situation version of Hereford, so like places are blocked wow. off and there's yeah. different things about it. So
2: I What well, is that true of like Cafe also?
1: No, you know? I think Hereford is no, the only exception, no. just because it's in situations. It I just played all the situations. I just oh, played them Cafe all. Cafe
2: not in a situation.
1: Uh, it is. I don't remember, but I know Clubhouse was in there. That was it was the new Clubhouse, oh, not the old Clubhouse. Good. Even yeah. though like the trailer video still showed the old Clubhouse. I was like, huh. oh, it's gonna be old, but no, a new Clubhouse.
2: Okay, interesting. So, it, yeah.
1: think of it this way, like.
0: Do you want Siege to take up more and more space on your hard drive? It's, it's already like, like, yes, it can have 100% of my hard drive.
1: It can have all my hard drive.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's, I, I think there's also limitations on, um, the amount of space that they can allocate. So, um, they, I think they mentioned it sometime where, like, they kind of have to take out old maps to put in new maps. So it makes sense if you're reworking a map to take out the old version and put in the new
2: one
1: yeah it's true I, I understand what shedlock's saying though like it is cool to be able a to bummer. access. Yeah. yeah like hereford's gone
2: yeah. yeah like i love old hereford i think hereford
0: would be the only one that i would care about though
1: poor hereford
2: Th- that's true like i definitely wouldn't want to go back to old cafe yeah and like no
0: like um, like old clubhouse is just a worse version of clubhouse
1: <laughs> yeah yeah true uh moan master 69 <laughs> okay. what a name says what is the best part of recording a podcast with your brother
0: well <laughs>
1: <laughs> he has no statement Um, probably just the the like I feel like there's like a natural tendency to know what they're gonna say or like to jump off of each other well we already talk to each other like frequently enough where like siege is a common topic of conversation yeah it seems so, like, to be fluid yeah we know each other's opinions and also, stuff also
2: like it's it's really easy to like razz each other and not like take offense to right. it you know like <laughs> we're brothers I so. go home
1: and cry every night but.
2: well I mean that that's different from what <laughs> <laughs> it's the same as always so it doesn't make a difference um, um, what's unfortunate is I think we agree on too many things like it'd be nice if we had differing opinions more often and we could argue about stuff because it is it's way interesting when like we disagree about something
1: one of the main things that we disagree about is ryan thinking that it's okay to give people bullets that like, can shoot the reinforced walls that's no. a bad idea
0: it's just a bad idea <laughs> thank you thank you it's a good idea <laughs> what the heck is that
1: um that i think also just like scheduling like it's so easy to be like okay we're gonna have to do it this time or something like i know ryan's schedule i know what's gonna work and what's not gonna work so that's really like, i kind of have to deal with like some Person that I just know, like over the internet or something, or like. These oh, seem so like a lot of
2: lame make things about doing a podcast with your brother. Sorry. So you get to see each, each other once a week. You
0: get to come over to the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: it answer to your question. There's not much that's that cool about doing podcast <laughs> with your brother.
0: <laughs> it was the most convenient thing, and therefore.
2: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I had to wait two years to start it. Ranger Havney asks, what do you think about castle hard countering Amaru? I love it. I love every second of it. Let's do it some more. More counters from castle. I love it.
1: Unfortunately, you're not going to see it because it never, it's never going to be a thing. Amaru's not going to be played. People are
2: going to play her. Yeah. They're going to think she's cool. Who doesn't want to yeet themselves across <laughs> the map?
1: But how? Yeah. Tanker 89 says, uh, will castle be more useful if directly counters? Uh... Let me read that again. He says, Will Castle be more used if he directly cannons Amaru? And how will his wind, delta, and pick grit change? Also, why let sledgehammers work on it? Who is dumb enough to hit an napalm shield with a sledgehammer? Okay. so He's, uh, well, he's talking about uh, Goyo in the second part. Go, Oh, gotcha. I understand. Okay. So, for at least the second one, Goyo, so you don't know if it's a fire shield or not. Mm-hmm. You don't know if it's the Vulcan shield. And people do use the sledgehammers to take down especially the newer shields, you don't want those there yeah. anymore. I think that yeah, the thing gone, is gone, so
0: it was one thing to to show that like this people use the sledgehammer to take on deployable shields. So to show that like it will make it go off. I think that was the point of that kind of segment. And not to necessarily be like, yeah. look
1: how dumb this sledge is. Like it means yeah. like don't be dumb <laughs> right. like
0: this sledge.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. Um I don't I don't see castles wind delta are pick rate changing honestly at all but we'll see
2: i think well it 100 percent depends on how much amaro is picked right like right. if amaro becomes the next ash then yeah you're going to see a lot more castle right But uh, i don't know see- if his wind delta changes
1: because of that what you're going to be seeing though is the diamond and platinum wind deltas and I just don't think she's yeah. going to have a spot like, there. Because what gun does she have again? She the has the LMG and the shotgun. Oh, yeah. Remember. IQ's LMG. And then, and then yeah, shotgun I... and
0: SMG 11. So, yeah. She's not going to become the new Ash because or the new Twitch or whatever because, like, she just doesn't have the gun for it. No.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't know. We'll see. But I, I'm i still a hard no on that one.
2: I, I bet you we will see his pick rate bump a little bit.
0: But Maybe. We'll see.
2: Impreza Tom says with the advent of a grappling operator do you think Capkin should be able to booby trap floor hatches as a counter no because uh it's weird
1: (laughs) well the problem with it is you don't even know if there's going to be an armor on the other team until you spot her or see her spot every single operator on the other team so you're you could be just putting a Cap'n Trap on a hatch for no reason at all.
2: I mean, somebody could like just walk and over walk it.
1: Walk over it, I guess, yeah.
2: But, yeah, it seems... What do you think, Frazee?
1: Um, No. <laughs> like,
0: yeah. Like, I think she has enough counters as it is. And if you really wanted to stop her from going up a hatch, just reinforce it.
1: Her counter- and they mentioned this best. Her counter is, they said this, sound... And just awareness, mm-hmm. like yeah, you hear that thing yeah, it's loud. Like,
0: it breaks the window, and then you hear the zip line, and then she jumps in, <laughs> and then after all of that, she pulls up her gun.
1: Yeah, she's dead.
2: Or with the hatches, she has to bust open the hatch first. Mm-hmm. Like, so yeah. There's, there's if a anyone's lot of playing voice. her, that's
1: not me. There's no way your reaction time is going to be fast enough to do anything with her.
2: I, okay, I
0: I don't want to play down this question. Like it's it's an interesting idea. I think, though. Y- Capcan is more useful other places and like how often because you're trying to counter a single operator that might be there. He's just better used in other places.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
2: I agree. Um, Shedlock says, what are some of your biggest pet peeves in real life? These guys. Here. <laughs> Got them. Okay, here's mine. When people stop to like talk to somebody or check their phone or whatever, like in a crowded hallway or in a doorway, like Gosh. don't stop in doorways ever.
0: Or like on a sidewalk. Ever. Like move to the side so the rest of us can
2: Yeah. Walk. Get out of the traffic. Like it's <laughs> so annoying. Also like a related when like there's like you're at some event or something, and like there's a big crowd like going out through the doorway, and it's like a two door doorway, and one door's open, and everybody's trying to squeeze through. It's like <laughs> somebody opened the second door. <laughs> okay, come on, like it's uh, two
0: doors. Another line related thing is like when you're driving, and a, and one lane closes, so everyone has to merge into one lane, and this happens all the time in Chicago. Like, yeah, uh huh. People freaking speed up that lane that's supposed to close and they just, get they mine, try to cut in. They were just like, just trap them. I want to, I wish if I, if I had telekinesis, I would lift their car up and I would turn it over and I would put it on the sidewalk. Cause I just so angry.
1: <laughs> yes, there is a spot, right? My biggest pet peeve is people trying to drive in construction and not understanding how like merges work. Like, why are you, this road has been this way for the last six months. Everybody knows it merges right there. You can see the sign from way back here. So, why are you staying in this lane all the way to the merge point and skipping this line of cars? It's already a line of cars. Like, no, you stop at the back of the line and you put your blinker on so you can get in. And yeah, I'll let you in there because you saw it, you stopped, and you want to get in. But I certainly hope every single car just does not let that car in that goes to the very front and tries to get in. Yeah. No.
2: Steel Switch asks, could Ubisoft incorporate a stat tracker in the menu as opposed to going to a website? Yes, they could. Halo's done it forever. Yes, yeah, so technically Actually, there is Halo one. Actually, Halo probably stopped doing it because Halo sucks now.
1: So there kind of is one in the way where you can see your personal operators details and statistics by like going into it like manually, but you can't see other people's stats and stuff by like, clicking on them and looking at like their career and seeing like
2: or just a better like overall. Here's like a big table of your more stat. stats. Like, more stats. More stats. Yeah. More or, stats. This is one of our number one things. You in melee? You could go in and see like all the like everything you could see like a, a graph of all the characters and how many times each character had killed the other characters like it was just amazing like so many stats i want Boy. like the amount of stats were just like why is this even tracked i don't know love it yes that's what i want exactly <laughs> it was it Freaking was rocket uh, league tracks your some turtle game goals
0: like assigned you like titles at the end i forget what it was and like one of them was like Low altitude, like you spent the most time crouching or prone. I don't remember what game
2: GoldenEye, isn't it? GoldenEye did something like that.
0: Maybe. And it was just like, why is it tracking that? I don't know. It's great.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's I want to see how many footsteps have I taken and see yes. what's my distance traveled. Like, nobody cares, but I want to see it. It's way more than I do in real life. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy freak. I ran 10 miles today. <laughs> Yeah, Romantic 17 says, I play on console. To my knowledge, there is no push-to-talk options for my mic. I try to keep other noises to a minimum, but my mic is normally open the whole match. I hate when I hear music arguments or vaping when I'm trying to listen (laughs) for rotations. (laughs) Am I part of the problem? What is your worst voice chat experiences? So, yeah, push-to-talk is not a thing on console. So, I actually, I don't have, like, a good headset for my console. At all, I have like the default Xbox One headset, which captures everything. So it captures my TV sound. So I mute it on my headset until I need to say something. Then I unmute it, say it, and I mute it again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what was which the which I played more Siege on console what? It was uh
0: when like the Xbox came out with that camera thing or whatever, and like it was the default microphone for a bunch of people, and they didn't even know. So all you'd get was like living room yes. sounds.
1: Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the Kinect like <laughs> yes, microphone. Yeah. Uh,
0: that was the
1: best. yeah, no sense. Um. So I played more siege on console It does, especially lowering your aim down sight sensitivity that's a big thing mm-hmm. that helps a ton and it does get better I still think there needs to be some sort of aim assist in console it's, actually
2: I actually played it again this week too and like boy it's hard like, yeah it's hard <laughs> like I, I had like there's this guy like he's crouching in a doorway and I like I knew he was coming I saw his gun poke out before he came and I was just lined up waiting for the headshot and he comes out crouch walking and I couldn't hit him and I was like oh my gosh freaking console yeah, and stupid. it was, it was it was so hard. Like I, I may have under, under underappreciated your complaint last time, but you do get used to it at the more you play. And like, obviously, I mean, we had this guy content creator freaking playing with the controller against mouse and keyboard and like getting headshots. So, uh, it's a thing, but yeah, I I noticed the same thing. Like with the mics, we're like, (laughs) I put my mic in and I was like, Oh, this is just recording me all the time. This is awful. So of course nobody uses mics, which makes the game awful. Oh man. Like
1: that's been a problem on console for forever. It's the same I thing mean, in Halo. You hear just people like breathing or like coughing <laughs> or like sighing.
2: I grew up console gaming and now going back, it's like, whoa, like, yeah. there's, there's a lot of conveniences on PC that you guys are missing. I would really encourage, I'm no like PC leaders, but check out PC yeah. gaming.
1: I mean, it's, not having to pay for a service to play online is great too. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, for some reason I, st- I only play for Xbox Live because of Halo. I
0: haven't crunched the numbers. I know like getting into PC gaming is expensive, but I'm curious to see like if it's cheaper in the long run, with like you not have to pay a monthly fee. Like a lot of times you can get games for cheaper, more often. I don't There know. is this
2: infographic that used to go around on like PCMR on Reddit or whatever that like would kind of claim that. But, like, it it didn't really use, like, fair data because they were assuming, like, oh, on PC you get all your games for $40 and on console you get all your games for $60. I'm yeah. like, well, console has sales, too. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not, like... So, I, like, I don't know. Like, long term, I think it probably evens out pretty well.
1: The, the thing with just a PC... We're getting off traffic. traffic. We're getting off topic a little bit. But, like, you can... It's... It's a computer, too. Like, it's not just a console. It's an actual yeah. computer that you can, like... Pay bills. With. Yeah. <laughs> you can do tons of things with. You can sit down and, like, do your home... You can do school stuff. You can do a bunch of things. And it's if it's a gaming computer, it's fast. So it's very convenient for all those things to do them. And playing online is free. Like, you can play any game you want online. There's a lot of, like, free games that you can play too on PC. hmm It's... Yeah. It's a cool platform. It's an amazing platform.
2: It doesn't have The Last of Us. No. So... <laughs> Everblighted asked, what do you think about a gun skin that has a screen on the side of the gun that counts all of your kills with that gun? That'd be cool. That would be so sweet. That'd be sweet. It would be sweet if it was like the operator was like etching the kills onto the gun.
1: There was a, is it Counter-Strike? I think Counter-Strike has something like this where it has some guns. There's a game that has this. Exactly. I can't remember what it uh, is.
0: Attachment for it. I know there's other games that do it, okay. but
1: yeah. But it, like on the side, it says like your kills or like Rocket League, each car, like some like decals you put on tracks, like your aerial goals with this one or your saves with this decal yeah. attached. So, but it'd be way cool to see that on a gun. Or a charm. It's a gun. Yeah, or a charm. Uniform patch. What if a you had a uniform patch. patch that just showed hours played as that operator?
2: That would be kind of cool. I have actually. a uniform
1: patches doc that just has like 74 hours played. It's like,
2: or it's just like a rank. There's like, like a gold yeah. star if you've played like sweet. over some amount it's of just hours. Every single
1: operator just had, whoa, they need to do this. This is an amazing <laughs> idea. That would be every sweet. Every single operator just has a badge or something on their arm and it just and it you see levels that up.
2: Bronze Star Castle, and you're like, Castle, don't lock us into the objective. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is so
1: cool. <laughs> this is so good. After like every game, you'll like get a little thing, and like you level up your castle to a corporal. Like that will be really you sweet. You have an admiral castle.
0: Crazy, be crazy. Pee Pee. I, it's it's a cool idea.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's cool. as cool as Chris thinks of it is. <laughs> oh, no, that's sick. I mean, that's the coolest idea of anybody's ever thought of. <laughs> that's better than the bank map pool.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's getting too late. Silver asks. This is a long question. Let's it try is. to sum about sum it up.
1: Okay. Hey, Ryan and Chris, I'm curious what you think of this. By reading the whole thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> word for word.
1: <laughs> Hold on. I, I I took out a couple of words. I said I'm curious instead of I was curious. <laughs> um, so basically the question is, what if you give Nook an impact grenade to make her be able to move faster on the map? Um,
2: what if she had a different version of FMG9 with higher damage Okay. and a silencer built in, which, like, Give her the MPSD, I say. MP5SD?
1: MP5SD. MP5 SD? Yeah. MP5 yeah. Yeah, so that's basically your questions. Um, yeah.
2: Impact on attack? Thumbs up, thumbs down? Uh,
0: I don't. I think it's a bad precedent. Like, yeah. I like the idea. Um, mm, she already has. Like, yeah, then. I mean, she already has, like, the breach charges, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. What if she had like a secondary shotgun? Or something? But the deagle. Yeah, yeah, but what if it was a, a suppressed secondary shotgun?
2: Ooh, pillow the gun. deagle. <laughs> Honestly, I think she just needs a better primary. Yeah. 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 Give her the freaking PDW.
1: Yeah, that'd be cool. Yep.
2: Alright. Um Edo. Thanks for summing that up, Chris. Appreciate it.
1: My pleasure. Okay.
2: Hutto said, Hey guys, I noticed you get a lot of questions about improving or gaining rank. And the answer is consistently to play with friends. Of course, this is the logical answer. However, for those who maybe don't have friends who who play R (laughs) six, sorry, what are some of your top, that was an unfortunate line break. What are some of your top solo queue tips and recommendations for good solo queue ops? Thanks again. Keep up the great work. Tip number one, don't solo queue.
0: (laughs) Okay. But here's the serious influence. answer.
1: <laughs> okay, but that was awful answer to that question.
0: Um, the first is play the roles that the other people aren't playing and that need to be played. Most of the time, this is hard-breaching. Uh, you know, people aren't jumping on Thermite a lot. Thermite is essential. People aren't jumping on Thatcher a lot. Thatcher is essential. You need to give your team the utility that they're not willing to bring. On top of that... Um, Learn the maps, learn callouts, learn how to effectively communicate with your team. Like, get on drones, um, get on cameras. I have won a huge amount of games solo queuing um, when I shouldn't have because I coached my team to a win. Like, even if I died, like, I, you know, got on cams, like, okay, this is where they're coming from. Here's some suggestions. Don't get frustrated because, like, they'll still be dumb. They'll be, still be stupid like it's not going to be the same as you know queuing with your friends but those are my tips
2: good tips
1: yeah i think another really good option to pick is habana people aren't picking habana a lot and she's really good to open hatches on a lot of maps like especially bank yeah um and on defense like someone and, like valk
0: like info ops yeah.
1: just having that like your own personal goals like no matter what I do, I'm going to get a reinforcement open as thermite. And that's going to help my team a lot because that reinforcement is open now.
2: Yeah. I think your operator selection too, depends a lot on the rank, like picking a Valk in bronze as like, as awesome as that is, it's probably not going to help your team that much. Cause nobody's going to get on the cameras and nobody's going to talk. So it's like, I get like guys, I had a camera in that room. Why did that guy come up behind me when I was the last guy alive? Like, come on. And, like, that's going to happen a lot. So, like, in those cases, I would say, like, you know, somebody like a Rook that's just going to buff, buff the whole team, That that's a really good choice.
1: Oh, another um, thing,
0: though.
2: Sorry.
1: Go ahead. I was going to say, underground Discord is a great place to find friends. Yeah,
2: you can find people. Like, to play with. <laughs> come to the Unreal Discord, we,
1: even if you're on console. The squad that we play with now is from the Unreal Discord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even if you're 100%. on console, there's
2: tons of people in there, like, hey, I'm looking for console players.
0: Um... Another thing about um, communication is try to be very explicit. A lot of people don't, like, know the callouts or whatever. And, like, even I found, like, even when I'm playing with people that I know and, like, know the maps pretty well, like you guys, um, you have to be very clear and sometimes, like, repeat yourself. Be like, watch my back until I tell you not to. Or, like, don't move until I tell you. Or, you know, try to be as explicit and clear as possible because they are only getting the information that you're telling them. And, like, they will... The first thing, the f- the first second that you that you don't say something very explicit, they will go off and do their own thing. I know, like because yes. Chris constantly yes. just like <laughs> runs inside it or something. I'm just like, wait, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like on, I've been on the other side of that where like I like Chris and I will be in a room and like I will leave and Chris dies and she's like, wait, where were you? I thought you were in the room. Um, and I was like, oh, I just left because I thought we needed to cover in the other place. Like being able to communicate. Because people everyone is making assumptions constantly, so eliminating those assumptions right. are good,
2: especially when you're on cameras, like just remember if you're if you're like coaching last guy on cams, like try not to give him too much information, you know because he is trying to like hear what's going on and stuff, but also remember that like when you're feeding him info, remember that he doesn't see what you're seeing, right like he he has a very limited perspective, and a lot of times you can see a lot more than he can, so like you have to be really specific with what's going on because he just has so much less information
0: and when you do find people that are receiving communication and communicating back them as friend.
2: yep party up jeremy said if the operators were to switch roles attackers become defenders and defenders become attackers who would be the most op
0: i i know exactly the, the answer to this because i've seen people suggest this and i i they do not know what they're talking about and that is maverick on defense imagine putting a poke hole through a reinforced wall and scoping through it with an ACOG for like spawn peaks.
2: That would be so OP. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious to think about how OP that would be. <laughs> That's a good one. This I would never play this game. <laughs> Monty on defense. It's like a clash that you can't melee oh away my or gosh, shield. Yeah yeah
0: glass on defense i mean before glass got bad imagine a good glass on defense
2: well prepare to imagine that in a few questions from now okay let's actually let's just do it now so uh what's his name uh who was it that asked that question about that we skipped twice baja big baja cream big baja cream um he asked a couple weeks ago about this core ross video of how to fix glass and warden and so Cor Ross's recommendation was actually switch Glaz and Warden to the opposite team so that Glaz is on defense and Warden's on offense. Uh, and then he would change a few things about them. So Glaz keeps his OTS uh, sniper rifle thing. He gets a bearing nine as a secondary, and he gets a barbed wire and deployable shield. And so his idea was basically make the sniper be able to be a sniper by, like, watching their approach as opposed to a sniper trying to snipe from the outside where he's just waiting for people to come to angles that they shouldn't.
0: That's interesting. I guess literally the yeah, first thing I, I think about
2: every I time... Those. I just
1: don't. I don't think...
0: I, I don't, always okay. think of spawn peeking whenever people talk about changes. Like, I can't imagine... Did they say a glass gun change?
2: No, same same rifle. Okay.
0: Imagine, like, a super scope thing on defense like you don't want to fight that as an attacker
2: yeah honestly the first thing i thought about was uh the spawn peeking too like i like the idea behind it all like it sounds cool like having a sniper snipe from inside a building and having to clear that out like that's always a fun thing in like a call of duty game for example whether it's multiplayer or like campaigns or whatever it's always fun to have like a sniper in the window that you have to clear out but like come on spawn peeking is just gonna be so ridiculous <laughs> Yeah,
0: I think some version of this idea might work. But also, like, imagine an attacker that can, like, run through smoke and see through it. I don't know.
2: Yeah, so for Warden, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so for Warden, he was even saying give him the C7E as as his gun, which is Jackal's uh, primary assault rifle, and then breach charges and Claymore.
1: I feel like Warden's not as bad, but just having like an automatic MPX that can shoot through smoke, like. Well,
2: he's taking the C7E. Oh
1: yeah, C7E too. Yeah, that's even crazier. It's nuts.
2: Like I don't know. I I I get what you're saying, and it's a little bit along the same lines of like I think we can fix Castle by putting him on attack, you know? And it's like, well, that's way OP, and it's like, well, you might have to make some adjustments or whatever. But I don't know. I don't think I love those ideas, but it's interesting. It's interesting thought experiment. Yeah just unfriendly had a question what 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 weapon or gadget from halo needs to be added to siege doesn't have to be serious or bad well, we talked about this the lift we, we did mention the lift uh I, that would be cool i want a bubble shield i <laughs> <laughs> just want to drop drop a gadget that puts up a big old arc of a shield around me <laughs> and my teammates hard light shield and the diffuse like yes <laughs>
1: armor lock (laughs) yeah I thought about armor lock imagine having a needler
0: like like a tracking gun (laughs)
1: Oh, that would be so stupid plasma rifle you can just shoot them and like turn they can't move at all
2: plasma grenades
1: plasma grenades that's what we need I need stickable grenades I need to stick somebody
2: okay how many more questions should we do here
1: That's just, it's getting very late.
2: It is getting late. Okay. Let's, I'm going to pick one more question. That's going to be it. Um, It
1: Sucks to be everyone
0: else.
2: Yes. (laughs) Sorry, everybody else. Okay. Here's a good one. C. Nico asked, (laughs) during the process of creating this podcast, how did you settle on a name or format? Ryan. (laughs) Let me tell you. Um, Gosh, how far back should we go? Should we go back to VGF?
1: VGF, VGF cast.
2: There is a thing called the VGF cast. You can still find it. Uh, this, we did what, four episodes maybe? Three or four. We wanted to do a podcast so badly and it wasn't specifically Siege related, although we did a lot of Siege and this was like probably early 2016 when Siege had recently uh-huh. come out. I think, I think we started with Valkyrie and Blackbeard's reveal. Yes. I think that was our yeah, first yeah, yeah. episode. Yeah. Yeah. It was back at the the controversy of Clever Nose. If you if you know about Clever who used to Oh yeah. wall hack in yeah. uh, pro league matches. It's a gaming Clever chair. Knows. Um So yeah, we we did that for like four episodes and it was just a difficulty in scheduling and like one of the three hosts not being as committed to it as the other two hosts. And so now <laughs> Several years later, those two hosts have made their own podcast that is specifically related to Siege. Uh, format, like, we just brainstormed a lot on, like, how do we make this not awful and boring, especially when there's not much to talk about? And so that's where we came up with, like, operator spotlights and that kind of stuff. Um,
1: yeah, I think the format just kind of like every episode just kind of built into itself. Like, you listen to the first couple and they kind of change where, like, now they're pretty, like, set with the format.
2: Yeah, we definitely, like, experimented as we went. And then, like, the name, that was just a thing. Like, Chris was on his mission. He has gone for two years. And so, like, there was something we wanted to do. And so, like, I thought about it a lot. And, like, it just kind of hit me one day. Like I, I think I actually was, like, making a long list of, like, a bunch of different types of names that we could use.
1: 98% of, like, the brainstorming and stuff is Ryan's, by the way.
2: Yeah, this is true.
1: <laughs> I I do 2%.
2: Shocking. Chris shows up to record, and that's about
1: it. And somehow I figure out there's things to talk about when there's nothing to talk about on a week.
2: But it's good enough. It gets it done.
1: Yeah. Somehow we talked about Pro League for like 30 minutes, When I've seen like... I guess I've seen a fair share of Pro League matches, but not enough to really know what I'm talking about. Made it work.
2: Okay, we should wrap this up. Frazy, did you have fun?
0: Oh, yes. Thanks for having me on.
2: (laughs) Yeah, sorry to keep you up so freaking late. (laughs) It's okay. It's not like I have a child to raise or a job to go to.
1: <laughs> Remember when we played drop shot that one night for like five hours and we didn't win a game. Oh
0: my
2: gosh, please don't mind. me. <laughs>
0: Hate his life. That's
1: great. You guys have to come check out our late night
2: rocket league streams. They're, they're fun. Um, painful. Speaking of which, uh, I forgot to mention where you can ask questions. So of course, join our discord, just search unrenowned discord and Google. You can find it. You can ask questions there and you can also ask us on Twitter. We actually had a couple Twitter questions this week, which we'll get to next week. Cause this episode's too long. We're at r six hundred renowned on Twitter, and then if you want to follow us to see these late night Rocket League streams, which are hilarious and also disappointing and sad <laughs> <laughs> because we always lose more than we should. I am RyGuy w r y g u y on YouTube, Twitch, and Mixer,
1: and I am just low with three os on I guess the same platforms, and also at JustChrisDavis on Instagram.
2: Good
0: job.
1: Should they I follow got, you I got somewhere some freezy? From that.
0: <laughs> no, don't follow me. I don't want to be found. Okay. All right.
1: <laughs>
2: well, thanks for joining us. It was awesome to have you. Thank you. And we'll see you guys all next week with another episode. Just goodbye.